Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, brothers and sisters from within the United States and around the world. Um, tonight is obviously January 31st, 2019, last day of January. Um, can't believe how fast the time has gone. Uh, it just... Um, Seems like the older you get, the faster it goes. But um, well, we want to welcome all, all of our brothers, including you know our brothers down in uh, South Africa and New Zealand and Australia, and you know, like I said, around the world because we are worldwide. Um, don't really have much to talk about, but I did find something that I was really interested in talking about because we are totally against drugs, especially. Um, in this this fashion, I mean, it, it, it basically, you know, all drugs that are illegal. Uh, Fed makes the largest fentanyl bust in U.S. history. Uh, the most illicit fentanyl in the U.S. comes from Mexico. Uh, that's what the federal authorities said in this case, this time as a truck carrying produce was stopped at the border crossing of, I guess, Nogales, Arizona, with a huge amount of fentanyl was discovered and it was reported by NBC. The sensitive nose of a drug sniffing dog had led, has led police or federal officials to the largest seizure in US history of fentanyl the synthetic opioid blamed for the majority of over, over, overdoses and, death, and basically deaths. Custom Border Protection Officer said Thursday they, they discovered 254 pounds of the drug hidden in the floor compartment of the truck loaded with cucumbers. They also found 395 pounds of methamphetamine. Value, the value of the fentanyl was 3.5 million and the methamphetamines 1.1 million. That is a desecration of our society and that is the desecration on the, of the white man is, you know, they, they get hooked on this fentanyl and they get hooked on this meth that's laced with this fentanyl and it kills them. You know, Mel tell you, you know, Mel be the first one to tell you, hey, you know, that guy's got the best shit because, well, that guy died from it, you know? And, it goes on and on, but you know yeah. we don't need a we don't need a fucking wall. We don't we don't need any any of that because nothing nothing's coming from Mexico. I mean, oh you know you know I mean it's it, you know the wall wouldn't do anything. You know it's downplayed by by the, the Democrats. The Democrats are playing fucking games right now, and they can pretty much kiss my ass because you know the old saying is, and I always believe in this old saying: tall fences make great neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Trump told him, don't bring me nothing unless it's a bill for that wall. Right. Well, I mean, you know, Trump reopened the government by agreeing to set, you know, sit down and, and discuss it. And the Denny's have, um, you know, basically 
uh, said okay, but you know they you know after the government's reopened, which I'm glad the 880,000 people are you know getting paid now, but I think a lot of it uh, a lot of it is um, overplayed. You know, I mean, there was a lot of food banks and everything else for the people that were furloughed. And, you know, I mean, it, you know, to me, uh, I, I don't think that, you know, out of the 880,000, I don't know how many that were really affected and affected in a huge way. I know they have bills just like everybody else, including, you know, what's my damn phone? Stop ringing. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's it's being downplayed and. For all that you that are going to file your taxes, I suggest you do it prior, where you know you, know, you got your W twos or W fours or you know your um, whatever you needed today. I suggest you file your taxes ASAP because I see another government shutdown February fifteenth. No ifs ands or buts about it. If Trump doesn't get his money for the wall, the five point seven billion. Fuck the government. It's it's closing down again. I I, I can foresee it in the future. Just because the Democrats, uh, you know, you got Pelosi and she, whatever the hell that guy's name, she, Shoemaker, yeah, whatever. Yeah, she screwed on her face when she talked on the news, but she was planning for another shutdown, you know. Like our brother RJ said, this ain't on Donald Trump, this shutdown. He's waiting for Congress to bring him a bill to sign. He's got nothing to do with it. He's just sitting there waiting. For them to come back from vacation, it's the Democrats who's got this government shut down in Congress. Well, it's uh, it's going to shut down. Uh, it's going to shut down February fifteenth. Um, you know, there there's no doubt in my mind uh, that Democrats aren't going to play fair. You know, they got one house; they don't have both the House and the Senate. You know, they um, they're they're going to use whatever they can to their advantage. Um, but in reality, the, what they are doing is they're making it, they're, they're making themselves look bad. Yeah. Yeah, they, they basically, Mel, have re, re, um, re-swamped the swamp, you know? I mean, fill, fill the swamp back up. Yeah. Flood it. Flood the swamp. Rump some more rest. Thanks, Uh. Oh yeah, and you you scratch my back, uh, scratch yours, and da da da, you know. And it is what it is, what it is, and there's nothing you and I can do about it. You know, it's the American people are supposed to have order or uh, martial law. What's going to come down to? Because Trump's planning on having that fucking wall. Yeah, I might as well just give it to him. I mean, I I think that they lost. You know, here's my thing. You know, the government was shut down for what 34 days, the longest government shutdown in in American history. I, I don't think I should have to pay taxes for those 34 days because basically, you know, um, there wasn't any government services, you know, providing me anything. Well, it, there's never any government services providing me anything. That's all my right privilege is to go to work and pay fucking taxes for everybody else. But I mean, for the 35 days, I think I should be tax exempted from that as a worker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Congress is. They still get paid. Yeah, but I'm talking about taxed. <laughs> I want my right. I want my, I want my January tax money back. 
Did anybody make that happen? It's our taxes that pay their salary. Whether they work or not, they get their salary. So if uh, they don't work for a month, we shouldn't have to pay those taxes, and they don't get a salary for that month, especially the people in Congress who brought this on. Well, I, I don't think, you know, if the government shut down and, you know, Pelosi, you know, it's a kitty game up there, you know, you know, and, and it was funny when Trump took Pelosi's plane away so she couldn't go over to her little, you know, Eastern, uh, you know, Arabic, you know, flight with a bunch of diplomats. And, uh, yeah. I, you know, that, that was, that was, that to me was freaking hilarious. Um, You know, that that to me was funny, but then I guess um, Trump needed her position, her permission to um, her permission to uh, basically uh, give the State of the Union address. And, uh, you know, that didn't happen. You know, they're all playing games up there. They're not representing the people. They're just, they're playing, you know, they're, out, they're representing themselves. Read game. Who can get the most? Well, my thing is, is if the government shut down and then, you know, put... You make questions, you fucking dumbasses. Uh, no, uh... <laughs> I, I think that the um, that the House and the Senate shouldn't get paid. I know uh, Donald Trump takes a dollar a year because he's re- required to. You know, he's not getting paid. He's getting paid a dollar a year, I believe. And uh, I, I just, you know, I, I think, you know, if you're going to cut off 880,000 people's paychecks, I think their paychecks should be in jeopardy, too, because if they, you know, they got bills as well. Maybe they'd get off their ass and get something done if they weren't receiving a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just my feeling on I, uh, you know, they're just going to keep playing their Democratic games. That's all it comes down to. Like I said, it's a greed game for power and money. And that, and that's all it is. It's all about power. I mean, you know, the Demi's got one, you know, one of the, the legislations. Huh? The, the little old lady up in the fucking uh, Congress wants to show that she's the most powerful lady in the world. And I got Chuck Schumer standing right here beside me to prove it. Yeah. That's what she wants. I am the queen. I mean... Well... Yeah, I put that out there already. Uh, But yeah... So, I mean, that's all they want. They want they want to be the ultimate ruler. Uh, I mean, hey, go to England if you want to act like that. That's why we started this great country of America, to get away from that uh, tyrant rule. Well. <coughs> I 
we haven't gotten away from it. And, you know, they try to put that tyrant rule or ruler, you know, on Donald Trump. And that's far, the farthest thing from the truth. He's the only president that has actually put forth and have come, come clean and actually have tried to, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm totally exhausted. I've worked nine days straight. Um, he's, he, he's, he's the only president that has kept campaign promises to date. I mean, literally kept campaign promises. Of course, you know, he's not getting Mexico to pay for the wall, but you know, there's always NAFTA, the North America free trade agreement. And, um, he could put tariffs on, you know, uh, Mexico. And that would um, that would eventually pay for the wall. I mean, there there are things, you know, or we can you know go over there and take some of their oil. You know, take that's one of their biggest commodities over there is oil. The government owns the oil over there. It's not privately owned. People don't realize that. You got the energy secretary, which is the richest man in the world, is is the one that owns the um, that is in charge of the oil over there. So, I mean, there's several ways, you know, in, in several paths uh, to getting Mexico to pay for that wall. It's just, I believe that it's going to take American tax, taxpayers the initial payment to build that wall. Now, you know, the, the other day I saw on the news that, you know, these smugglers, you know, were carrying a big, tall ladder, you know, and, and you know, I guess the, you know, um, once that little girl went over the, the uh, fence, um, she fell to the ground and sustained minor, minor injuries and then you could see the smugglers running off you know it was all night vision you, as you can see in in the uh in the video so yeah the the wall is not a completely impenetrable i mean you can dig under it you can go over it but it's it's a deterrent you know i mean yeah Box really basically oh, well, the the terrorists and everybody else that's going to bring harm to um, the sovereign soil of the United States of America is going to come up from the southern borders because the Canadian borders are much tougher to get through. Um, than the uh than the mexico borders well we got to start watching the children's border uh the uh canadian the ex-canadian prime minister and most of their uh uh council has warned america that the canadian government has been taken over by muslims muslims run the whole government now and they're telling us to watch our northern border also Well, you know, I've, I've, you know, said many, many a times that, you know, I, I would make time to read the Quran and, and get a better understanding of the Quran. Um, you know, that way I could be, you know, somewhat of a, but knowledgeable subject on, on the Quran and, and its teachings and whatnot. But I'm pretty sure that, you know, um, we're, we're infidels for one. Um, because we are not Muslim, and um, it, it has been uh, proven time and time again, even here in Moore, Oklahoma, where there was a Muslim um, guy, you know, 
black guy that was basically trying to get these Hispanic people from, that were devoted Catholics to, to turn to Muslim. And when, or in, in, when they didn't and told him to, you know, where to go and how to get there, he came back with a knife and, and decapitated one lady. I'm sure you guys heard this on the news. And he was ready. He partially decapitated another lady and, and the owner of the, uh, of the produce uh, place um, shot shot him in the leg and made it where, you know, basically, you know, hindered him from hurting anybody else. And he went to trial and I, you know, I pretty, I'm pretty sure he got the death penalty, but um, it's just time and time again, you hear, I mean, here we pay millions of dollars to mosque um, to have information on Muslim radicals, you know, are 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 we the equivalent, Mel? I mean, you know, being Christian radicals, I, I don't think so. Oh. Oh. We just have an ideology that's different from everybody else. Yeah, we have a preservation ideology versus. Uh, an ideology that says anybody's, you know, uh, infidels or, you know, you know what I mean? They're, yeah, we could discuss politics and, and uh, politics and religion all night long and everybody's very opinionated in that uh, subject. But, uh, you know, Sharia law in Canada, yeah, I believe it. There's Sharia law in Australia too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's spreading, guys. Yeah, and I mean, this Quran reads like a fucking... I mean, they're just taking over everywhere they can. Just like Obama did, James made a write-up about it, how all the lower offices in the White House filled with Muslims now because that that was Obama's uh, legacy, not the Obamacare was how he, he, he filled every office in the, in the White House with Muslim rule. So anything Trump wants to do or anybody that moves up anywhere in the White House now is a Muslim. Well, that's wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry, your religion shouldn't get you promoted. Yeah. One is Canada a safe haven for terrorists. Yes, the tale of all terrorists. Yeah. People people can call us terrorists. You know, they can put us on a government watch list, but we're not terrorists because we do not use terror to um, to push our agenda. No, we don't uh that's terrorist. Muslims are terrorists. Iranians, Iran, Iran, Iranians are Iranians are terrorists. I mean, we pay terrorists. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, we. How much money did we give Iran so they wouldn't build nuclear? Well, you know what? We pulled yeah. out of that yeah. agreement. 
and we're saving the country billions of dollars now. A lot of people don't agree with it, but what people don't understand is the United States, even over Russia, has some of the most advanced weaponry and has some of the most advanced aircraft and in well, I've also seen uh, a, a damn uh, aircraft carrier that was state-of-the-art that's been built. Uh, so, I mean, I, what are we afraid of? I mean, why shouldn't we, you know, why, why should we play big brother around the world? I mean, unless they're going to pay for the big brother. I mean, we're spending trillions upon trillions of dollars protecting of the few in in funding the terrorists on top of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. When you buy, when you when you buy, got her hands tight behind her back. Yeah. We put Gaddafi in power. Look at what we did to him. We blew up his house. We put Saddam Hussein in power. Look at him. He blew down, you know, he blew up her fucking twin towers, and then we we end up killing him. I mean, it's we're not very good at uh, we're not very good at being uh, the police nation of the world. You know what I mean? We're not good at picking dictators or you know people that we think that are the lesser of two evils. I mean. <laughs> it just to me uh, yeah exactly it's all on our dime you know and and that's another thing trump wanted to get everybody in um everybody want you know in the uh it, like i said guys i'm tired normally i would have all this shit written down and and be on my game my a game but, Remember when you was a teenager and you buddied up with all your buddies and everybody had to put in five dollars so we could get a cake? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing here. We want protection in your country. Everybody has to put in five dollars. If you don't put in five dollars, you don't get no protection in your country. Uh, we're, America paid your five dollars plenty of times over. And, uh, you know, after a while, you keep paying your buddies' way starts feeling like your girlfriend and that gets old too. I mean, there's a difference between giving a guy a hand up and a hand out and when they start expecting it. And that's where we're at with these other countries. They're expecting it. Taking our dime for Well, you know, we, we have the best satellites. We have the best, um, we have the best spying network in, in the world. I mean, look at the NSA. Uh, look at the NSA recording every every single phone conversation um, in, in the United States. I'm gonna be some some shit. Okay, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna take a five minute break, Mel, and um, I shall return here in about five minutes. Okay. Well, I, I was seeing here on PBS. I'll get into that a little bit about Canada. I mean, I've seen it on the news, and I just can't find the feed again. Even PBS public broadcasting got it out there. I can't read the top. Canada safe haven for terrorists. Uh, a lot of people are saying that Canada has become a safe haven for terrorists. Believe this. 
this is uh, Bill Bauer from CBS. He says, yes, I think many of the countries from the Barn County, Canada is being a welcoming country for terrorists, war criminals, and so on. I don't think it is a deliberate policy on the part of Canada. I think it is a result of a series of shortcuts. Well, he's right. I mean, look, even since the beginning of time, uh, our Vietnam veterans that wanted to escape the draft, a lot of them ran to Canada. And uh, that's just the way it is. I mean, that's, Canada's always, like they're saying, been a safe haven uh, policy. I think it's a result of a series of shortcomings in the system that enables people to slip across the border to any port of entry, establish a case, particularly those who wish to make a refugee claim, and then more or less disappear forever in some cases, or in some cases until they hear, or until they are turned down, or until they are accepted. And while they are doing this, they are paid welfare, they are they're paid housing, they're looking after legally, medically, uh, I mean, that's what America's come to. Why don't we just give up our White House? Let Canada run America. Uh, let's go through the details in this case of Ahmed Rassam. Comes in through through Marble Airport. The immigration officer notices that the picture doesn't cover the passport and says, this is clearly a fake passport. You know when somebody tries to get into Canada with a fake passport, people would normally think that shouldn't be allowed. I think the practice there, and in most cases, where it's obvious, false fiction, the person would be kept to one side and questioned, departing on the story that was told, depending on the story that was told. The case might be pursued further or not. If the person concerned claimed refugee status at that point, it would be almost certain that he or she would be released to the public at large, told to submit a claim for refugee status within 30 days and be available for refugee hearing, which might take place for nine or ten months or even a year and a half because of backfall. Basically, if you're caught with false document, you can simply say, I claim refugee status because I was persecuted or I am in danger of persecution. The only way I can get out of my country is with a false passport. The passport, of course, might not even be of the country of origin or someone else, as was the case here. So there is really no against a person using false documents. And of 30,000 refugee claimants arriving in Canada every year, 60% of them having, arriving have either no documents or claim to have no documents or have false documents. They all stay and they all proceed with their claim. So that it is not a barrier. People who claim a refugee status, a guy like this, you would think we would have a speedy determination on whether he is a real refugee or not. How long does it take? 
well, I don't think these people should be released to the public under refugee status. They should be taken to a refugee camp and held until their stories match up. We can fingerprint them and determine who they really are. I mean, come on. This is America, man. I mean, you don't got to show your documents as long as you're an American citizen. But tell me, uh, I'd just like to know how many people that's ever been pulled over or something by a cop and he says, let me see your ID. And you tell him, uh, you ain't really got no reason to see my documents. What did I do wrong? I mean, that cop would snap. I did that once when I got out of jail. I was walking past a fight at an apartment building. The cop was already there before me, and he wanted to see my ID because, well, I'd been locked up in the county jail for six months, and when I got out, he was a new cop and didn't know me. And he just wanted to know who I was. And I told him, well, really, it's none of your business. He was here before me, and I'm just passing through on the public sidewalk. There's no reason for you to question who I am. I want to know who you are. We went through this for a while, for a while, and I said, well, you write down your badge number and your name and tell them you just want to see my ID for no goddamn reason at all. And uh, then you can take me to jail for uh, whatever you want for not showing my ID and we'll settle this in front of the judge. We haggled back and forth for quite some time, and finally, well, he gave in, and I was right, and I never did show him my ID, but, you know, he, several times he threatened to take me to jail just because he wanted to see my ID. Uh, why wouldn't you hold a refugee that could possibly be a, a terrorist coming into our country and take him to a campus to hold him to verify who he really is? I mean, you could look at me and see I was a legal citizen in America, uh, there'd be no problem with letting me go down the street. And in this country, it says you're guilty until proven, you're innocent until proven guilty, but most of the time, you've got to prove your innocence up there in front of the judge in this day and time. Times have changed, man, and it ain't like they say. And they're giving everybody breaks but the white man. Uh, it's just sickening. And these people are coming into our country, and then they're being allowed to hold political positions. Uh, I don't think that's right either. Uh, 30,000 cases right now, and the whole system can only deal with about everything at time. The last I checked was between nine months and a year. Some cases obviously could be run through more quickly. Others might take longer. The main reason is a cumbersome procedure is because the law is Prudence demands certain procedures, certain guarantees. There is an outstanding backlog of 30,000 cases right now. The whole system can only deal with about, last year it was about 2,400 cases. Obviously, you are always one year behind on average. And in more difficult cases where the, the delaying tactics are used, which are often the case, it may run on for two, three years. So it's quite possible for someone to stay in Canada on welfare and with shelter provided for at least three years before final determination. Well, look, man, these Democrats have been dealing with Obama for the last eight years. He's been trying to make up the Muslim nation, too. And why wouldn't these Democrats be willing to work with Canada? Uh, be stupid not to decide later on to put a border wall up to Canada also. I mean, you can 
see where they're all running because we're, you know, uh, you look one way and here it comes from the other. It's like a guy coming up behind you and tapping you on the opposite shoulder. He's standing on it, you look over the other way, and there he is. I mean, uh, and then we allow him to stay in our country. This guy's a total stranger to just tap you on the shoulder and he's trying to act like your buddy. Really wants it in his pocket, in your house. He wants you to take care of it so you can have it made for life. Uh, trying to figure out how to kill your family and you on top of it. I mean, we've seen it going on too long. While these refugees are laying around in our country, they've been killing cops, stealing children, and killing children, and raping and molesting them. And look at this girl and I. We just go down the line over the last year of stuff that's gone on with these people. And uh, it just don't stop. It's not just one alien. It's all of them. It's the Muslims. Mexico, right down the line, and uh, I mean, it's sickening that it just keeps happening. In the meantime, the white man working his ass off, paying more and more important money to taxes, while our politicians are steady making life even easier for themselves and acting like it's so easy to hand this money out to the refugees because we got the taxpayers busting their ass. Uh, that's what's fucking sick me. Don't worry, my people's really working hard for you people. Oh. Right. You can see we're good workers. Uh, who's really the slaves here? I mean, uh, slavery's just made a 100% turnaround. Uh, the slave owner became Uncle Sam. And now he's, uh, these niggers acting like and, uh, these, these refugees are, and, uh, Aliens want to come in and act like, you know, they're they're the buyers, and now that's why people are working for them, really, because they ain't even got a job. They don't have to have a job. They got every government handout there is handed to them. While meantime, our children have to suffer. They can't get college uh, funding for nothing. Uh, it, you've got to be a fucking foreigner to get that type of stuff. I mean... It's bad out there, man. we got to be able to take care of our children first. I don't even know if you want to send your kids to these colleges because you got to have liberal views in order to make the grade because all these liberal-ass people become teachers along the way. They're so fucking dumb they could be nothing else but a teacher. Uh, sure, they might know a little more than me, but if I went to school as long as they did, I'd probably be selling somewhere else, making my money, not bowing down to be a school teacher. And then they get there and they act like they can sit around and play on their fucking phones and the internet all day long and the kids are supposed to learn on their own. What the hell is going on in that school system? They don't even have to get the answers right? Uh, it's sickening. Uh, so the people playing the rest of this dad, the average length of time, 2,400K. So obviously you're always wondering. Okay, we got that part. Okay, let's go what does the Ahmad Hassan case tell you about problems with deportation Canada? Got the hiccups, guys. Uh, a very, very few people who are turned down for refugee claims are actually deported. So may, some may even be voluntarily, but we have no way of checking controlled departures. We have no record. Some may actually be, be deported, but these are usually cases where 
there is something about it. The person which presents a threat to Canadian security. Basically, as I understand it, there are not enough personnel resources to follow up on rejected refugee claimants. So who do you think files for these jobs? Refugees, after they become American citizens, and they let in the leaders of the terrorist group. And they write under different names, and they say, yeah. I was reading something the other day about prearranged weddings and bringing your spouse to America. You'll have a 40-year-old guy married to a 13-year-old girl forcing her to come to America and trying to bring her spouse over here. Now, that's child molestation. I don't care what culture you come to. You come to America and you fight by our laws. Child molestation is child molestation. If you're married to a 13-year-old girl in your country and your country allows that, you better stay in your fucking country with that 13-year-old girl because it don't fly in America. When Assam Ruzan comes in and says, I was accused of terrorism, forcation, basically I have not enough personnel resource policy. And the whole process for a year or two simply avoid any consequences at all. Poor statement. When Ahmed Rassam comes in and says, I was accused of terrorism, armed trafficking, says he was innocent. Didn't that ring some alarm bells? First assumption, and what we consider to be a fair system, is that you take the world of uh, planet. If he says, I was accused of being involved in arms trafficking, that doesn't carry any weight. What carries weight is this statement that I was innocent and they were persecuting me, they tortured me, or whatever. Weight of evidence is always his side of it, not what was the point of view of common sense does this system. It isn't a good system. If you look at it from the point of view of detecting criminals and terrorists and war criminals because obviously very, very few of these people are going to admit to having done these things. On the other hand, if you give credence to what they have been accused of in effect, you're, you're denying their refugee claim before you're, you're giving the person a chance to be heard. Once in Canada, Mr. Breslin is arrested time after time for crimes. Petty theft, over 5,000. In some cases, stealing computers. Do not expect this to affect this case. Okay, J.D., hang on. I don't know how you got muted, but you're back, Jack, and I was re-tearing it up. Hear me? Oh, no, not yet. Can't say that. There we go, J.D. Did you hear me rattling on back there? I didn't even see it. I had the other page up pretty yeah, bro, I was um I was trying to get back on for the last three three to five minutes and I couldn't get <laughs> I was like, man, I'm muted again. I don't know how that happens. I guess when you're gone for too long or something, it just automatically mutes you because I didn't mute you. Uh, I just clicked over to Canada. Maybe you muted yourself. 
Well, I think when I click on mute, then I can't bring it. I can't come back until the moderator unmutes me. Is what I think what it is what it is. Yeah, because I had that box click where they let participants unmute themselves, but we've seen what they do to us when I do that. Yeah. Yeah, so I yeah one, that one kid was pretty good that one night. I mean, the little son bitch was using, trying to get metadata off our computers and everything else. Yeah, he was working while he was talking. Uh, <laughs> he don't talk, he just listens. So yeah. He, was working. he wasn't even listening. But uh, was you hearing what I was saying about how Canada lets these guys in? It sounds like what the Democrats are wanting to do with America. We just like Canada. No, I mean, this is I mean, this our, is fucking America, and in, in America that I I used to know and I the America I grew up in is no longer. The only thing I can do is whatever changes that are made, make them as minimal as minimal as I can, as an effect to my organization. Does that make sense? Uh, because times are changing to where, you know, <laughs> I hate to say this, but, you know, faggots got more, you know, more rights than we do. I mean, criminals have more rights than we do in prison. I mean, it, it just, you know, and I hate to say that, but I mean, it's just like, it, it seems like the honest, um, the honest white man nowadays has no rights. The, he has the the white privilege right of going to work, paying taxes, so everybody else can stay at home and have fucking babies of any race, of any mud race, and do and, and continue to and continue to live, and they live better than we do so a lot of the times. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm tired of it personally. Yeah. Yeah. You got a dot org white pages frontline show fail Canada. So I guess Canada they they they're they're copying Obama, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you were getting at, Mel? Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're letting these uh, they're letting these terrorists in their country, and they come in on a fake passport, and they say, "Well, I'm a refugee trying to flee my country. I'm being beat and mistreated there." And they just allow them to stay in Canada. So the system's so far backed up that they just get to stay there for years on end until their case goes to court up two years. But then they don't even really kick them out of Canada. If they don't leave, they don't do nothing about it. Right. But, you know, if uh, we go back to 9-11, which I really hate going back, you know, that far in history, but uh, when you go back to 9-11, those terrorists were not trained in their home countries to fly an aircraft. They're trained right here in America. They went to school yeah. right here in America. Yeah. A lot of your um, intelligent, um, a lot of your intelligent um, terrorist leaders 
have college degrees and doctrines from Yale University, you know, wherever. But I mean, top notch white collar universities. I mean, so what is wrong and, and what is wrong with that? And then, you know, then on top of that, they have sleeper cells. They have whole cells that, you know, yeah. don't do anything. They're on a government watch list. They don't do anything. You know, we're not, you know, Mel, you know, we're not stupid. We're on a government watch list. You know, they watch us all the time. We we know that from conference after conference after conference. You know, they they they, they watch us. But do you know what's funny is we post the fucking conference on our damn website. Yeah. You know, it so how how is that? terrorist you know what i mean i mean come on i mean it's just it's ass nine i mean for us to even be on a watch list but you know um it is what it is i really don't care i mean you know you can have a harley davidson in your driveway and american flag in your front yard and you're on a watch list that's fucking pretty bad that our government is that goddamn paranoid to put anybody with a Harley Davidson and an American flag in their in their front yard on a watch list because they could possibly convert to a one percent organization. What kind of crap is that? I you know I, I want to know how to find out if I'm on the no fly list. <laughs> you back them to find out. Huh? There's a way to find out. I forget how it is. James could tell you how. Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be curious if I'm on the no-fly list. I mean, I shouldn't be on the no-fly list. I've, I've committed no crime other than my 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 beliefs and my ideology. If my beliefs and I, ideology is a crime, then, um, then I, I'm not living in America because this is the land of the free, and I'm I'm free to have my own, own opinion, and I'm free to have my own speech, and we're free to do this fucking show, you know what I mean? But I mean, if, if, if I'm on a no-fly list, I'd be kind of pissed. Yeah. But yeah. Don't mean I can't take a boat. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I, you know, it just, it gets down to, like I was saying, you know, earlier, uh, you know, with Iran and, us pulling out of Syria and all that, you know, everybody's like, oh no, we can't do that. We can't have boots. We have to have boots on the ground. No, we don't. NSA to record. Did you realize how many cell phones there are in America? I, I, I would love to find out, but they record every conversation on every goddamn cell phone in, in America simultaneously in they have the programming and the computer power to do so. Yeah. So you're trying to tell yeah. me they can't keep track of other countries? Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. They can't keep track of, um, you know, them play, you know, a lot of these, uh, um, not, well, not really sci-fi, the cop movies or, you know, FBI. Yeah, now they got a new FBI show, and I've been kind starting watching that and i guess the terrorists use games to you know you know computer games to communicate and it, okay well they already know about it <laughs> how come you know it, that's a problem 
You know, it's, uh, I don't know, to me, I just, it sickens me that uh, it's wrong to be an American nowadays. It seems like the if you're un-American, if you're Muslim and you're a radical, you're less likely to be on a watch list. You know, and there are people like the guy that, you know, went down and, you know, to Florida that was in, lived in Florida to the high school and shot up a bunch of fucking kids and everything else. He was on a watch list. He failed every, he failed, he, he, he didn't, he had more red flags than anybody else. But did they do anything? There's conspiracy theories that the government knew about 9-11. Did they do anything? No. No. No, they didn't. The right to build a goddamn house right across the street from their trophy hole. You know, the San Bernardino terrorists. Apple didn't want to, you know, break into their their iPhone and turn it over to the government. Well, I commend Apple for that. You know, all they had to do is what the government ended up doing is is hiring a professional hacker to hack the iPhone, which okay, but I mean those those individuals obtained those guns legally. They were known terrorists, and they went to the gun range, and they weren't watched. The Vegas shooter, they they've combed over the Vegas shooter. All of a sudden, everything is swept under the rug. But you, you know what? I had a buddy that I know that went to the Mandolin Hotel because he has a girlfriend that's a, a you know her her uh, brother's a pit boss. And I, I think I've said this in, in other shows, you know, I, I said, well, can you get on the floor that, um, you know, where, where the gunman for the Vegas shooting happened? And um, he said, no, the elevator won't even stop there. He said, you know, it's ironic that, you know, everybody in that country Western concert that was, uh, 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 you know, that was at that venue uh, is suing the Mandolin Hotel. Well. In the Mandolin Hotel, in 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 retrospect, you know their attorneys are suing, you know, counter suing. You know, I don't know if that's. I mean, that's just a legal ramification game. But regardless, um, are we ever going to get anything clear about the Vegas shooting? The the worst shooting uh massacre in united states history got swept under the rug you know we have our right to bear arms and, and that's that's for our rights and it, it, it makes america a better place to live for the people who want to use their guns uh perfect for the people who don't want guns perfect but don't try to inflict the fact on these people that have guns your neighbor might be a guy with a gun and you might not believe in guns but I'll tell you what, your neighbor is loving American fella. Uh, when when he if you don't make trouble with him over his guns, when that son of a bitch and nigger is robbing your house and you're out there screaming in your front yard for help because 
two buddies that's raping your wife and you manage to break out, uh, he's going to roll up in your house and shoot those son of a bitch dead for you. And you're going to be mighty thankful for him and his guts. Or you could stand downstairs and hope they don't beat the shit out of you while you're trying to call the police. Yeah, and how long is it going to take them to get to your house? They don't show up for the crime. They show up to fill out. Police don't come in anymore to to uh, stop crime. They come in to fill out a report, and that's it. Then the judge takes it from there. I mean, if there's guys shooting it out there, they're probably liable to let them wait it out and just blockade the house and wait for the guy to come out. If you kill him, you kill him. Either way, we got you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I don't really... I really, you know, with everything with the um, police shootings and them getting convicted for doing their jobs and, and this and that, I really don't blame them on that aspect due to the mere fact that, you know, they're they're um, they're sworn to protect um, to, to protect human life and the freedoms in uh, of all mankind and. Yet when you know they, it, it's a black, it's a white on black crime. You know, a, you know, white cop shooting a black kid, and all of a sudden you got fucking marches and damn, you know, BLM and all them fucking. Yeah, I mean, come on, you, you know. Well, old Mister Friendly used to be a guy that was putting himself in harm's way to help you out. He ain't Mister Friendly no more. He don't put his way in himself in harm's way to help you out. He lets the harm come to you, then he comes and fills out a report. Right. Yeah. Uh, in the old days, uh, they would come in there, and that cop would bust down the door, come charging in with the guns blazing, and, and get the son of a bitch. And if they killed him dead, well, then he's just another dead motherfucking criminal. Uh, nowadays, they got so much, their hands are tied in paperwork, in red tape. You know, why'd you kill him? Did you do this? You gotta have a body cam. You know, well, looks like you might have been wrong here. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it was a nigger and you're a white guy. Oh, we got a racial problem. You're gonna have to lose your job and uh, take ridicule for the rest of your life. <coughs> well, you know, there's a prime example there up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where that, that um, guy was on PCP and uh, they supposedly, uh, the uh, BLM members in. Uh, whatnot showed that the window was up, but actually the window wasn't up. It was a tinted window and the window was down. And that female cop that shot that guy got off and then, you know, and she went back to administrative duty at the at the police force and then was turned around and let go because of the uh, because of the pressure from um, all these other organizations out there. And so now I don't know what she's doing, you know, but, you know, she was doing her job. Yeah, maybe she shouldn't have shot the guy, but he, she didn't know if the guy was reaching in the car. He, he was acting funny to begin with, and they ended up finding out that he was on PCP. Hey, right Jamie. there, should have vindicated her, as a, vindicated her as an officer to shoot him dead. Speaking of police shooting, you know, the uh, uh, two cops shot the female cop off duty. During I hadn't read that. Huh? I hadn't read that. I hadn't read that. Okay. Have you seen a picture of the other two cops that shot this white girl? 
No, I haven't. I haven't even heard about that now. Okay, well, there's check it out, man. In St. Louis, uh, a female cop was off duty, and she went to two other police officers' house, and they're in, uh, off duty, just all hanging out. Uh, she got shot, and the gun just went off. This was the beginning story, and it killed her. But then a little further investigation comes to find out they were playing Russian roulette, and they're charging the cop with murder. But they've yet to show these two cops. Uh, the two cops that shot the white girl, I'm betting you 50 bucks she was, they were both niggers, and uh, trying to rape this bitch, and they, they just shot her. And now they're just trying to say the gun went off, and, you know, told her to get your goddamn clothes off, like niggers do. She said no, and they fucking shot her. I'll guarantee it. That's the way it really went down. You'll never well, tell the truth. If you're playing Russian wow. roulette, you have. If you're playing Russian roulette, you have the gun in your hand, and you're the one that pulls the trigger, right? So why, why would the other two cops be charged? Right. Uh, it's in your hand, and you're pulling the trigger. If you're playing, yeah, it's in your hand, and you're you're pulling the trigger. If you're playing true Russian roulette, uh, so how would that? get the other two cops to be charged. Um, it's the same way as if me and you were sitting here getting high together on dope, and I fucking OD'd and died on the floor and you called 911. They would charge you with murder because you was doing dope with me. Really? Yeah. Uh, the best thing for a guy to do in that situation is take that body and drop it off in a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> It's no good to anybody. It'll be found. Oh, so I, I got to kick my brother's body to the curb. That's what I used to tell my buddies when I was a teenager and I started smoking crack. Hey, guys, if my heart explodes, just drop me off the dumpster. No sense in you guys going to jail for my fucking stupidity. Well... No, that's the path I chose. There's no reason for those for my friends to go to prison because we was all having. That's like saying we're all drinking beer together, and I wrecked my car and died. The three guys I'm drinking beer with got to go to jail for life because they was drinking beer with me. Now what's right. the difference between beer and drugs? Not much. Nothing. I mean, not much. Yeah, alcoholics worse off than a heroin addict because a heroin addict don't go to DT. Uh, uh, Alcoholic is going to DP to die. Uh, and a heroin addict just gets sick and go into pain. Get close to death, but not quite die without it. But uh, alcoholic will if he's that far gone. Wow. And so uh, in that case, you know, they should, that bar owner and everybody else should go to jail for life for serving that guy that wrecked his car and killed that family on the road or other whatever way it happened you know what i mean well here's my thing it was a guy's choice of doing it so why should anybody else be held responsible for uh an individual's actions if i remember right you were responsible for your actions just like i'm responsible for my actions if we're both smoking crack and you die then that that was your action i didn't force you to do it so why would i be charged for murder I mean, that's just a bunch because of bullshit. Because, that, 
That's fucking Jewish laws that have been passed for the, uh, yeah, against the white man. It's all about the revenue, man. They got to get your money. They're going to get some skin off your ass. And that fucking jailhouse is a franchise for money. And they just pick them up as fast as they can and lock them up. Illinois is the worst. It's a lock them up state. And it's all about the money. Government funding. Government funding. Not head off. You explained it to me. You don't spend it this year, you don't get it next year. So you got to spend it all this year so you can ask for more next year. And uh, if you don't spend it all this year, that's how much you lose off your budget next year. So, I mean, if you're if you're a sheriff and you're running a police department, you made fucking 9,000 arrests this year and, and 10,000 arrests last year, God damn, you better get the hustling. Or you ain't going to get that funding. You see what I mean? Yeah, Oklahoma's bad about that, too. I mean, we have, I think we have the highest uh, women incarceration rate in in the, in the United States. That's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. That is, uh, that is bad. Uh, highest women incarcer- incarceration rate in the United States. That's not something to be proud of. No. No. Ah, uh, no, it's not. It, 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 I mean, uh, they, 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 them states just do it. They're police states, and, and like Illinois now is a sanctuary state on top of it. And, and to top it off, they're. I mean, their last eight governors went to prison, and they were allowed to sit in the yeah, no shit. They were, they were allowed to remain the governor until the end of their term, even though they had been arrested for criminal charges. At that point, the next guy in line should be taking his place, and he should be going to jail. <laughs> See what I mean? Oh, yeah, you remember, you remember my neighbor? Yeah. She got five years paper. First offense. Five years paper. First offense. Five years paper. That's not bad. Cost them uh, $65,000 in attorney fees. Yeah. You want to play, you got to pay. That's just it, man. That's what it was with me in Ogle County. Uh... I don't know how many times I got it busted. You know me. I DA, do DA, the, the DA wanted her to do minimum 15. From the get to the, the end. Max, I always said take the maximum fine, $1,000, on my, uh, a lot of those misdemeanors that I got when I was younger, felonies, one or two. I never really got a lot of felonies. Uh, but the misdemeanors, I always made a deal like... Uh, I don't care. I told my lawyer I'll do a little extra jail time, and I'll pay a I'll pay the full thousand dollar fine. But I do not want no probation. That probation is just a hookup to get you for more money. And uh, yeah, they'd always accept that thousand dollar fine. And I get a minimal amount of days in jail, never nothing over thirty. Finally, I started hitting. They give me six months, then they hit me with a year, and then the next one was ten. 
several fucking misdemeanor weed charges, a joint here, a joint there, a fucking ape here, another joint, a fucking drinking as a minor. I was when I'm 19, 18, 19, 20, you know, uh, drinking as a minor, drinking as a minor. I uh, lost my license, not through drinking, but uh, uh, but anyway, I uh, lost my license, and I couldn't drive from 18 to fucking 35, so I, I got several fleeing to a loose. Well, you did my background check. You've seen it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it was just funny. Funny, it's funny you bring that up. Uh, people don't realize, you know, when you, um, you know, uh, for you dumbasses that contact us on the website, we do background checks before we even, you know, um, call you. And uh, I mean, every one of us did it. Well, I mean, that's how we check and see what's the best background check. Because all I got to do is run you or the boss. Yeah. I guess I have a hand raised. I don't know why, but. Yeah, I 
Who the fuck is this idiot? Where's that video? I don't see it. I mean, do I now? Do I need to? Uh... You know, this baby. Say what? I don't see nothing to, uh, uh, shut down, like, uh, like you can mute the camera, like you can uh, Mike? I don't care. I got mine covered up. Uh, I'll look into it a little more in the next couple of days. I'll get in here and get in, talk to you, and dig around and see what it is. Actually, how to yeah. run it. I've seen some people have gotten ahead of me. Laugh out loud. You don't recognize me? Well, no. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, we don't do video. That reminds me of Bradley Jenkins. <laughs> Said, unmute me. Yeah, nice try. <laughs> we don't even know you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I covered up my camera too. I'm like, yeah, hey, what the fuck? Uh-uh. I can't. Do we need? Oh, we. You know me. Well, well, who are you? I can see the side of his head with a that BK. What? No, it ain't BK. Rapport. You guys must have had some something uh, uh, got you mean. Never heard you talking this mean before. Ignore Billy just as well, along with the rest of them. 
What happened with Willie Roper? He's not part of the Black and Silver Solution. He rides with Tom Brown. Oh. They run snitches through their group, and they got a paper membership, and we don't believe in that. And they all point their finger at us, and we don't like none of them because of it. Yeah, hell, I'm sorry to hear about that. And uh, kind of sorry. Sorry, I, I, I don't know what happened, so, you know, I don't really give a shit either way. Uh, that's just the way it's been from since the beginning of time with the Black and Silver Solution. We started off with them guys, and then we, you know, then you come in there and you talk them all up. I mean, you didn't work out with us, and you act like you're big shit with them. And so, I mean, why don't you get on their radio show and talk them up? Don't come on our radio show talking them up. Well, okay. I hell, if you don't want me here, I'll leave. Oh, I got say, no, I got gonna, no problem with that. Talking, we're not going to have this uh, talking other uh, groups up on our radio show. This is the Black and Silver Power Hour, not Tom Rob or Billy Roper's Power Hour. I never said one goddamn thing bad about you guys. No, you haven't, but these guys have, and you're talking these guys up on our show. I said, yeah, well, I, you know. Uh, and I told you as, I didn't as, like as it. Far as far as that goes, they're, their clubs, and they then you started naming their names. They got they got this attitude that if you're not a uh, blood son of the old South, you know, you just aren't the real deal. You know, I well, I can see that. I can that's a that's just a shoulder shrug for me. I don't give a shit. Fuck that stuff just runs off my back. You know, I don't well, get all fucking true. emotional and. And start having bitch fits about it, for Christ's sake. Well, oh, well, then. It sounds like you are right now. Well, maybe so. <laughs> I, I was not. J.D., we'll win that right there. I know, and I told him how it was. I'm not going to have that on our show. I told him that, and he insists on coming on here and talking him up. Now he's going to just ask me and keep running their names over and over and over on our show. We're not going to have it. We'll treat him just like Lynn's dad. Uh, well, I mean, what it really comes down to, I mean, everybody's plagiarized us. Everybody's taking, you know, our our slogans. I mean, yeah, I mean, right down to the UKA. I mean, I'm not going to go into too much detail because the boss is writing up a big uh, story about that. You know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm uh, starting vacation, and you know I'm gonna run up to uh, the cabin and and do some uh, some uh, maintenance up there and, and set up a couple feeders, and that's all I'm gonna do and come back in a few days. So I got a buddy that's got a trailer house up there that um, he's working on, and um, and I'm gonna help him because you know his wife isn't uh, up to par. It's, I mean, you know, she's it, it, two men can get a lot more done than than him and, and him and his wife. And I hate to say that. I mean, she's, she's a good lady and, you know, he's a, he's an awesome dude. Um, it's just the mere fact that I think the two of us could get more shit done in one day than they can probably get done in three. But, um, so that's why I'm going down to, uh, the, the cabin. And, uh, that's why I had to give my key over to the dog tonight or the dog sitter tonight. Mel was, I'm not going pig hunting or anything else. Uh, we're just basically going to set out feeders and, 
and feed the deer throughout the winter. I got a couple blocks of salt lick and, uh, you know, but what it really boils down to is um, uh, these idiots have, um, you know, plagiarized our website and I, I'm gonna, I'm looking into um, writing an article on the website uh, Mel, and I think this is a, a, a very good article, and it would go back to Pastor Butler's uh, ideology in time, and it would go back to the, the beginning of time, basically, and, and it, it'll, it'll basically focus um, uh, from the to, to the idiots that we now have, um, and, and we could, and I'll use us as a focal point for for the time being. Um, you know, we. Uh, we in this organization, you know, reached certain uh, levels because we were given that that title by a man, and we were expected to live up to that title. Correct. Yeah. My big bitch is I told him about it before two other times on two previous shows, and. Uh, and he just keeps going on for hours and hours, whether good or bad, no matter what I say about him, he keeps running their names and their clubs over our show like he's promoting them. Even bad publicity, publicity. I mean, yeah. it brings attention to them other groups and their names, and it makes it sound like, well, maybe I'll go check them out. Well, I don't care if you go check them out, but there ain't no son of a bitch going to come on here and promote some other group on our radio show. That's not part of the black and silver solution. This man didn't work out with us. He left for his own reasons. Sure, he left on the good. But he's going to make it bad if he keeps bringing up people that we don't see eye to eye with. Like Robert and Liz here left on the bad. And he keeps talking about them. He wants to keep bringing their names up so people will hear them and put it out there. That's not going to happen. If that's all you come on our show for, we'll just boot your ass off. Well, you know, um, you know, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm using this as a reference, but you know, basically, this this reference is going to go back to Pastor Butler and everybody else that, you know, um, titles were given by a man, whether it be Pastor Butler or Dennis McGiffin, and yeah. the titles were given, yeah. the titles were given because you were to live up to those titles, and there are a lot of people in Pastor Butler's old organization that have not lived up to any any of the title that that he so gave them and and so that that's going to be my next article um just kind of a uh you know 2020 view of it uh, you know what i mean but it, it's gonna it's gonna be more detailed and and have more factual information in it you know none of none of these ass clowns that call themselves preachers including paul Bolette and you know um yeah everybody else um you know, yeah. goddamn uh, Jenkins got caught in fucking at the at Pastor Butler's compound trying still and trying to steal his his fucking membership list, the fucking little snaky ass bitch. You know, I mean, right. and then you know, right. I mean, you go with uh, Gulat. I mean, he he we shut him down. You know, I mean, so that that's gonna be my next. Uh, that's gonna be my next. Uh, article on the website it's going to be probably a very good article it's going to have a lot of factual information but you know the title any title that's ever been given to an individual including the president of the united states has been given to him by another man or 
or by a vote. Um, so <clears throat> do you live up to it or do you not? Hey, uh, hey. What? I'll go down there this spring on Zinc Road. Now you get me catching me stand right outside flipping around town sign off. That church is down there in Harrison. Ah, uh, we scared to go anywhere. And I'll tell you what. All right, why don't we all? Why don't why, why don't all the southern boys go down there and tell them what the fucking real southern boys are about? Put them pictures right on our website and show them how we feel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but you know, of course, since we're posted on the website, that would tell uh, everybody that we don't do anything illegal. We can, we can, we can, you know, we can um, peacefully gather and give them the bird, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. These guys are all posters. Some of them might have been good fellas at some time, but somewhere along the line, they fucked up and fallen out of line, and they flouted feds within their groups. They, they, they don't do background checks, so they don't really know who they got in their group. Uh, when you, as you start looking, you find more cops than anything. And then you find uh, just about anything in them groups. Dr people dealing drugs and weapons and everything else. Uh, they say no, but uh, the same thing with Hatchet and Swoop pointing their fingers at us. And just last year, what did they get busted with? A couple of years back, was it? Maybe 2017? Guns and drugs. Uh, fake, fake meth. It was fake. Fuck, it was fake meth. Fake. Yeah, but they thought it was what real. What do you mean real shit? They were buying it They got busted with fake meth. And if you remember right, one of the one of the rats got home arrest. Yeah. Well, like, how did you get busted with 20? Well, how did you get busted with fucking 20 pounds of fake meth and get home arrest? Remember that? Yeah. Steve Bowers, another fucking fed. And then, uh, yeah. Brandon Hankins, another fucking fed. Morris Goulet, another fucking fed. All these guys work with these guys, Billy Roper and Tom Robb, and, and they all bounce around back and forth between each other. And, they, and I mean, when Staff told the truth, I mean, he let it all out there thinking he was cool. They all hang out together, and they all fuck up together, and they all mistreat the race and abuse them, abuse them. They're no different these damn demon rats up there in office. All they're doing is working with the SPLC, and uh, and that's where the feds used to get their information. Now they're sucking up to the people again, trying to, you know, I don't know what these people see in them. I guess they got them scared of biker type people, but uh, we are the Aryan Nation. That's just the way it's been since the beginning of time. We ain't changed. Just our look. You know what I well, mean? Well, I mean, we, we've changed. We've changed con the Constitution of um, the AN. We've changed um, the Constitution and bylaws of, of the MC. Um, we, you know, we don't ask for permission to pass through anybody's territory because we're not there for your illegal act activities we're just passing through i mean it, it, it there there's yeah. a long list of shit that we do that no other club or no other organization in on in, uh, in the united states within the continuous 48 states can do like we can do i mean you know i'm not saying we're the baddest of the baddest of the son of a bitches but you know if i get pulled over by a one percenter i'd say hey man i'm just a in i'm just passing through 
I don't want anything. I don't want anything to do with your. I don't want anything to do with your with your income or whatever you guys do. I'm just passing through. If you got a problem with that, I guess we're gonna have to fucking fight. You know what I mean? Beginning the boss calls around and talks to all these guys to claim uh, leader of the Aryan nation. Give them their chance. Look, he let Morris Goulet remain leader of the Aryan nation, and he was leader of the Smithic Soul. Well, then we found Morris Goulet to be dirty. When he found out, we found out he tried to make us look bad. And then we put it out there that, look, he's dirty. And we proved it. And we did it right down the lines with Jenkins. We give them all a chance. They start thinking they can either take over our club or they start talking bad about us. Or they never gave us a chance in the first place and bad mouth us. You got our well, problems with the other groups out there. And uh, if they want to fucking work something out, they'll give our president a call and say, I'm sorry. I didn't give you a chance in the first place. Well, what a lot of them don't realize is that copyright. The day I put the copyright on the website and the Black and Silver Solution is the day that it has been copyrighted. <laughs> and um, they basically are, are violating copyright laws, even though it has not gone through the copyright office. As long as that copyright logo is on there, that means it's copyrighted from that day forward. And all I got to do is file, and you're in copyright infringement laws so i mean it's it's going to cost a little bit of attorney money but you know what well, bradley it, jenkins we I've, got I've left copyright papers and we were in the finalization stage last time i knew that's about a year ago and i thought yeah it I, yeah yeah here. i'd love to see bradley jenkins little fucking uh peg leg shrink up when um he finds out that um the copyrighted black and silver solution and its 10-point program has been copyrighted uh, before he was even part of this organization. And um, he's violating copyright laws as he claims to be the same black and air, black and sober solution. You know, and I went down there to the Memphis, Tennessee, and I was there with, uh, with the NSM was there, and there was another clan there. I don't remember which clan it was. There's so many of them. There was two or three different clans. And uh, I, I read in the paper that there was going to be a clan standing with these uh, Grape Street niggers against the clans that were delivering the speech in Memphis. They kept the protesters so far away you couldn't even hear them. I'm sure they were screaming as loud as they could against white people and I'm sure Jukins was standing right down there in the middle of all them niggers, screaming at us just the same, standing side by side with them. I mean, when, when we did go to his cross lighting and he made his speech, that was the speech that broke the camel's back when he said he wanted to start going to nigger churches and siding up with these niggers and bringing them into the clan. That's not what it's about, man. It's about racial purity, not stand against the government. We understand you've been taken down, and you're a cop, and you're a snitch, and you work with the government. But that don't mean we all like to get the government. Sorry, bro. I needed some ice for my next drink. Oh, but uh, but you know what I mean. <laughs> He's like, oh, man. 
But you know these guys put steady pointing their finger at us like we're the bad guy and don't get involved with them, but yet they're trying to steal our name and they're they're uh writing our shit right off our paper, just right onto their own. And I noticed uh Savage brought to my attention when we was looking at the UKA because they're they're trying to claim uh uh, sadistic soul status, and they are no sadistic soul. Yeah, he got away with a patch or two of ours and thinks he's doing something with it, but he's not, and we're far from dead. And, uh, and, and this bomb coming on our show, I mean, with all the bullshit that's going on, then this bomb wants to come on our show and start talking up two other motherfuckers. I'm, it just sent me to the fucking moon tonight. I wasn't going to have it. I told him several yeah, times before he acts like it's a joke and Snickers and keeps right on doing it. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. Well, you, you know, uh, in, in, in fact, since you brought up, the, you know, one of the cross lightings that you guys attended, here's how good that the UKA does their um, their background checks is. They- you guys find some dude with that was a pedophile with little kitty um, toys in the in his trunk. They don't do a background check. They don't need a paper membership. They're in it for the money. They 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 don't care if you make it or not, as long as you pay your dues and your entry fee. And then they they just pocket the money and down the road you go. I was there for the first cross lighting. They had 34 people they naturalized in that night. When I was there for the that was in the fall when I came back for their spring cross lighting. Not one of those 34 people was there, and they was naturalized and in another 40-something people. Uh, and one of them, Jesus. I swear he was a fed. This old lady fucking even dyed her hair black and silver. What? Yeah, this guy was calling off all kinds of 1% clubs. I was with this club. I was with that club. I was the leader of this club. And, uh, I mean, if you was under that many, you know, that sounds like a chameleon to me, a club jumper. He changes colors with the people he hangs out with. I mean, if we'd all been niggers there, he'd been playing rap music and being a beat bit pop pop. <laughs> <laughs> I started sinking his pants on the way out the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, that's just, they just bring them in and take their money and send them down the fucking road. They'll get a few of them that'll buy shit for them like that patch machine uh, John Jack got. One of the, one of the uh, new guys had a little more money than the rest. He, he bought him that patch-making machine, and John Jack kept it like it was his own, he, which it should have went to their uh, national office and stayed in their possession at all times. So he can't just be well, selling them, making money off the patches that he's selling and pocketing that, too, without even telling the cost. Well, you know, and if I remember right, the uh, the SPLC actually owns the UKA name, and I was always kind of war- wondering about that when uh, Jenkins started, you know, sniffing around the clubhouse about, you know, being UKA, and I'm thinking, well, isn't that owned by the uh, the SPLC? 
Well, yes, it is, if I remember right and correctly, that they sued and they shut down the United Clans of America. And is it, you remember that, Mel? Yeah, and then I bought that, that, right about the time they left is when I told them I bought that better security. And I ran it through my computer, and uh, they were pulling out by the time that that program ran. And I shit you not, when that program was done running, I had a Trojan horse in the uh, basic plan handbook that was emailed to me from the uh, UKA. So they put a Trojan horse in that book that they have you download the read, uh, the basic to start out with. So every one of these guys that uh, they naturalized in, even though they leave their club, he's got a Trojan horse in their computer. Not only is he looking at their dirty pictures, He's looking at their bank records, their bank statements. He's got access to their bank codes. He's uh, uh, all your passwords. Don't matter how many times you change it, he's sitting right there watching, looking right over your shoulder. Yeah, uh, all this shit goes right back to his machine as you do it. Not just you, but hundreds of people. And then if you talk anything, text a message talking about doing anything underhanded or under the table, look right to the feds. He reports it. Oh, he is very bad person. No, I, I don't know. Paul. Oh yeah, you know I I was appalled and 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 my stomach turned when he was talking about helping a fucking black church, you know, and, and for them not to because the Muslims are hitting them up, and I'm like, we're we're in a um on a, in the compound, you're talking about saving the mud race, and you're I supposed to be a clansman. Raising hell at the local Baptist church for those Southern Baptist white people. Now we might go down there and back them up and raise a little stink. We sure ain't going to do it for a group of niggers. Well, he helped out the great, great, great street, street Crips, remember? Yeah, I think that's where he was. And, and his exact words at the compound was, that boy was scared. So? Yeah, we didn't. He couldn't get no drugs through us, so I think that was the problem. They uh, stayed with us long enough to figure out that we're not them bikers. (laughs) 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 You got the wrong guys for that, man. Uh, Right. And then he was looking for somebody to snitch on. He called uh, James, I guess, asking James. if he knew of a way that he could snitch without being caught, because his boy was busted with meth, James just hung up on him. Uh, oh, to get his, get his kid out of a, that meth charge? Yeah. The boy was dealing with meth down by the local high school got busted or something like that. I ain't sure the full story. They got it buried pretty well. Bradley just must have outright told on somebody. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, who knows? Maybe his kid did the telling. Well, son, you're going to be able to tell on your own now. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to be the rat or the rat. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he's going to follow in daddy's boots. (laughs) You know, what if Jenkins ever goes to prison? And what is he going to do? Beat everybody up with his peg leg? That's the problem, you know. Then you got like Steve Flowers as a cop too, and we proved that through several weeks. 
He's been up there trying to make trouble for us. Also, dining with some plan out Virginia out there east somewhere. And, you know, and none of them got enough balls every year. Every year from the beginning when we have our conference, we tell them, come on around, come on around, come on around. They, they never do. No, we've been telling them that for 10 years. Yeah. Hey, we've invited them nice. They talk shit. We tell them, come on down and whoop our asses then. They don't come down for that either. I mean, so what they're basically telling me is they're only good. They're just like the niggers I met in prison. They're only good for shit talking. They talk real tough. Then when they see you're going to stand, they all fold and go off their cells and talk about how they're going to kill you. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but it's all talk. Yeah, after they talk about killing you so long and everybody sees that that's all talk too, suddenly you're cool. All oh, that motherfucker's cool. Oh, yeah, because he could say nigger without looking over his shoulder. But <laughs> 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 uh, you let, let that kid look over his shoulder. That nigger see looking over his shoulder both ways before he says nigger. <laughs> <laughs> that cracker said what <laughs> that nigger could be on the other side of chow hall and he knows that kid said it <laughs> he got five of them up his ass you say nigger boy got the kid shaking in his boots Whoa. maybe knock him around a little bit <laughs> oh that guy goes there yeah I said it <laughs> you are a fucking nigger what you got a problem with it <laughs> Uh, let's <laughs> <you become> <laughs> right. Yeah, they know you're gonna fight. It's easy to beat up that guy that's not gonna fight. Roughing up, you look real tough. Because a lot of these guys are, you know, they're big doughboys and they're pussies. Mama's boys have never got to fight in their life. They ended up getting out there hanging out with some cool dudes they fought, and here it was some sucker that left them holding the fucking bag, and now you're a scapegoat. You're sitting in prison because you don't want to be a rat, and now you're scared for your life, and you got these niggers talking shit to you. What do you do? You can't fight for nothing. Uh, I'd, give it a, I'd give it the world. That's me. I'm the guy that gives it a world. I, mean, I don't care if there's 10 of you or 50 of you. I, you're going to have to beat me up to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it the world now. I mean... You know, if I yeah. if I went into if I went into the prison, you know, and and um, got into a situation to where you know I was backed up in a into a corner, I'm gonna fight my way out of that corner. Uh, I don't, I you know, and you know, he, he, everybody can you know say what they want to say about me within the organization or whatever. Or, you know, okay, uh, JD's the nerd or. JD runs the web page, or JD does this, and, you know, it says JD's is that, you know, but when it really comes down to it, when I'm backed up into a corner, I'm going to start fucking people up. What really fucks me up is, uh, is this judge is in these counties, uh, they give these young guys uh, 17, just barely turning 17, you know, uh, three and five year sentences. They gotta go in there and do half your bit, year and a half, uh, two and a half years. Kids are young and they're weak, under a hundred pounds. 
And they're setting them in there like fucking meat for these niggers to take advantage of them. The kids are crying home for money, please. And these niggers just use them for, like, victims. They're scared to death. Uh, right. And, 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 uh, you know, when I went in there, the Aryan Nation and the Aryan Brothers, they just sit back and wait for these people to, to come to them. And, uh, you know, I was out there one day, and I see these niggers group up on this young kid. He looked to be, like, 17 or 18. And, uh, like, five of them grouped up on him, and they was pointing at his uh, laundry bag. They had his cigarettes in it. That's what they wanted, the fucking state cigarettes. And uh, the state gives you a bottle of shampoo, uh, a bottle of soap, or bar soap, small like a hotel bar, and they give you a pack of cigarettes, a towel, a wash rag, three, three each, shirts, socks, underwear, T-shirts, one blanket, one pillow, one mat, and one sheet. <laughs> And they want that one pack of cigarettes that's got to last you at least 60 days. Got to last you how long? 60 days. It takes 30 days for your money to hit the books, and it might take you another two or three weeks to actually get the store. Oh, shit. Yeah, these stickers know that, and they hit you for two for one, and they compound it weekly. So if you ain't got two for one this week, next week it's four for that one. And the next week after, it's eight. 24 added up for two months. What do you come up with? You know, this bigger right. case of pop for two sodas. They got a whole gang and they're coming after you, and you're only 100 pounds and scared to death anyway. They don't even got to have one goofy nigger of 200 pounds come down there and get in your face. Kids scared. We had this kid in there, we called, they called him Gun. He's just like I was talking about. Somebody been in prison and was doing tattoos on the street. Told him he looked like Force gump, a tattooed gump right on his chest. Well, prison gump means you're a faggot. And uh, I said, hey, and I asked him about that, and he said, no, yeah, like Force gump, you know. I said, did this was a student prison that tattooed that on you? He said, yeah. I said, the same guy that got you put here? He said, yeah. I said, yeah, I figured that. And uh, we didn't never take him into the Aryan Nation, but we took him in under our wing. He was just, he was crying. The niggers were going to charge him rent. He was scared to death. He didn't know what to do. Chuck actually saved him, and then I took him in when he came to my unit. To the, uh, he was scared to leave that unit where he was under Chuck's wing, and then he came to the uh, uh, kitchen unit for the cooks and stuff. And uh, right. that's where I was at. Chuck told me he was coming down there. He said, uh, keep an eye on him, man. The niggers are hard on this kid. And... Uh, well, I'll tell you what, he wasn't lying. That kid was scared. He was scared to take a shower. I put three guys on him for security before he'd go down and take a shower, but he was living with a biker, and the biker gave me enough respect that he come down and knocked on my door and told me that the kid was refusing to take showers. He didn't get his ass cleaned up. He had to move. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, let me go talk to him. And, boy, when you walked in that cell, it stunk. He said, I'm taking baths in the sink, cell. I said, they ain't going to cut it, though. <laughs> nah, he already had that his chest. Yeah. So, uh, I said, yeah, no, they, them whore baths ain't going to work, bro. <laughs> yeah. Tell me the truth. Now, are you scared to go down there and take a shower? You think the niggers are going to fuck you or something? 
He didn't want to own up at first, but he didn't have no choice because I already put it out there. Honed around a little bit and finally said, yeah. I said, well, look, man, I'll put a couple guys out in front of the shower so the niggers can't come in there. But, yeah, would you go down there and take a shower then? I said, yeah, I'll go take a shower like that. <laughs> I said, well, you know what you're telling about to kick you out if you don't get your ass in the shower. So you go on, get your towel and shit ready, and I'll get a couple guys up here right away. He said, all right. Oh, of course, I got him a couple of guys on it. You know, it's just a matter of getting him over there to the gym and trying to get him to work out, but the kid couldn't even bench a 35-pound dumbbell with two hands. He needed a spotter to what? help him get No! I seriously felt sorry for this kid. He was seriously scared. I don't know what he did when I left. I know my brothers were looking out for him, but, boy, if they moved him to another camp, I can't promise you the white power guys there if one of my guys were even there to look out for him. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean it's like that. That's what really I mean me I mean even even today I can I can pop two fifty. No, this kid couldn't bench a thirty five pound dumbbell. At number three he was shaking yeah. and struggling. Man, I used to squat. I used to squat four fifty. Arms were skinny as the broomstick, man. They and they had looked like the bone was sticking out with just a little meat hanging over it. <laughs> Shit. They called him gum. <laughs> <laughs> run, Forrest, run! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what he was good at. In there, there's no place to run. Well, yeah. You got 200 guys on a wing. You can run upstairs. You can run downstairs. But once a couple of those niggers got you in a corner, they're going to drag you in a cell. Man. A lot of people don't understand this. When you get backed up in a corner, that's the best spot to be in. I just told them don't fuck with him. And they said, what is that? You, you, that, you, you gotta fight your way out of that corner. Once you fight your way out of that corner, people gonna people are gonna fucking say something about that. Hey, that motherfucker just fucked two people up. Niggers tell me don't let me catch you recruiting in here, and I say you don't fucking worry about my business. And let me catch you fucking with that punk, and I'll fucking fuck you up. <laughs> exactly. That fucking punk will get you niggers a war. <laughs> We'll shut this prison down. No shit. I said no shit. He just leaves up alone. Man, I, I couldn't stand to see them guys. And then you got groups like Northsiders that just extort their own kind. They ain't no better than niggers on a young white guy like that. They're fucking chicken hawks. They'll get down there and act like they're taking them in and use them for everything they can. And if they might hit them in the ass too. Uh, who knows? Uh, they kid at one... I asked about this. Uh, I asked this redheaded dude Terry when I first got there. I can't remember his last. I wouldn't say it if I did. He come out of this cell with a black eye, and I I know his cell. He was a booty man. I asked him, "I'll go down there and fight with this motherfucker." You know what I mean? Yeah. He seemed pretty cool to me. This kid was only twenty, but he could probably bench 130 pounds. But 
Uh, the old boy would have still been in there for a few more years. He's been benching quite a bit. He's up over 250. You know what I mean? Right. But, uh, yeah, and I, I said, uh, I said, hey, man, I know you're selling the booty band, but how'd you get that black guy? I said he wasn't trying to get your ass, was he? His face got all pale. He said, no. I said, I think you're lying to me, man. I got him off. I just kept on him, and he told me, yeah, finally he owned up. Dude was trying it. Uh, he was fighting him off. He didn't get him, he said. I think he did. And uh, he hit his eye on the top of the uh, top of the bunk bed as he was trying to get back up there. Dude was benching 250. Kid didn't even weigh 250. He pulled that bunk right down and dropped his drawers for him. What? Yeah, I fucking went and told him about it. He swears not. The kid put the side wouldn't say it in front of his face. I'd have beat him down if the kid would have said it right in front of his face. Well, I told him, let's go over there and I'm going to confront him. And you fucking tell me. And I told him, I said, dude, your cellie's got a black eye and I know you're a fucking booty bandit. And let me fucking catch you fucking them kids like that. And I'll fucking fight with you. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care if you put my ass or not. We'll be fighting. And, uh... Uh, that shit ain't going on. You're both white, man. You ain't supposed to be acting like I don't care how much time you got, motherfucker. You go in there and beat your fucking Peter with your hand. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, dude wasn't known up to it, but then he made his celly move out. That's all right. That car in the cell was, uh, wasn't one of the guys, but it was like a supporter for us. One of the guys was back up kept the deer open for me, needed a good celly. I said, let me, let me put red in there. Yeah, but he come out of that cell with a black eye. I was mad. I knew what happened. Right. Yeah. Uh, I probably hate that that left you uh, hanging last week. I mean... Oh, oh no, no, I did great. I stayed on for about uh hour or so, and then I fucking got off. I got on a nice little rent down the road. I went. Yeah, I mean, I pre-warned you. I pre, you know, I, I did pre-warn you, but I mean, you, you know, I tried to make it, and I, I didn't oh. get back until way late that fucking night. And then, then I had to that go in means- way early the next morning. I, I was fucking pissed. Savage also connected our show to his website, and he says if we're ever in need of somebody uh, in with, for one of us, let him know Who we're is? still ahead of time, Savage, in, uh, in uh, oh. New Zealand, and he said uh, he'll get on there and sit the whole show with us. Okay, well, I might I might not be there for I might not be here for next Thursday. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm on vacation, bro. I'm on vacation, so uh, I'm gonna take it slow. I got a lot of things to think about and a lot of things uh, that have changed at work and a lot of things that I you know I've come to a crossroads in in my lifetime to where that you know there's gonna be a lot of process going on and that's why I need to be out the cabin and um, I'm going to basically uh, dedicate at least one day to just sleeping and kicking back uh, next to the wood stove and 
maybe watching some TV or maybe just watching some fucking lonesome dove, uh, you know, uh, cowboy shit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So. Yeah. You know who a rapper is? He was that Rich Arborough out of uh, Washington. That's who that was that snapped on earlier. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I know it was Rich. And, um, yeah. And I fucking you know about uh, several times through two other shows and he acted like it was a joke and just kept talking about these fucking clowns. So I, uh, I mean, I'm not saying their names out here unless I have to. He, he forced me into a corner with their names and I fucking told him about it. I ain't gonna have it on my show. And he just wanted to keep going with bad, 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 you know, like, oh, what's so bad about it? I don't fuck about what's so bad about it. I just don't come on here. Talk about other groups. Come on on our show. We don't do that. Give them their chance once to make fucking bang. Right. Taking on them. Fed. They got the best of their group. We learn how they operate. They don't do very good. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hang out with people they have to be getting set up with a fence for some reason or go to jail for somebody else. Uh, Yep, that's the prerogative. Here we don't have that. Well, like, so Hell no, man. We're all. I mean, basically, it, it doesn't matter. Well, we we have such a tight knit organization that you know there were some things that were said recently, and then I said, well, that was you know such and such, and you're like, yeah, you're right, and it's like because we know how each each and every one of us talk and respond and react and i mean you, you know what i'm saying we we just know each other that well because we've been that well connected and that well we've had shared experiences we haven't had internet experiences we haven't just had talk shoe we've had website we've had um yeah you know well, uh, a lot of uh, uh, i sit on the council with a few of the other guys and uh you're also on the council and you know on some issues, I, I, could, I, won't, I won't cast a vote for you because I can't. But I can almost guarantee what way JD would vote. I can guarantee which way RJ would vote. And 90% of the time, there would be no surprise in it. It might be that little few 10%, 1% time where I would be wrong. But uh, after 10 years of uh, breaking bread with my brothers and sleeping under the same roof, talking day and night on the radio and the computer like we do. We're a true brotherhood. We're, we're, we're tighter than a bloody family. We are a bloody family. We're the Aryan nation. And that's the way we operate. We get to know you. When you fall in, we background check you. We get to know everything about you. From the, We know from the day you was born, the day you graduated. We know what your first job was. When you put shit in yellow. Ah. Uh. <laughs> right. And you begin to know that about us also, because we'll make you background checkers. But do a little background check on me, too, so you know a little more about me, you know? And the uh, guy gets to dig on his brothers, too, and, uh, so you know the type of people you're dealing with. And I don't know, it seems to make guys feel good when they get a look good on us, too, when we offer that and tell them to do it. So, uh, like, when I first got the quote, the boss asked me several times, did you check me out yet? Did you run my name? <laughs> no, I just took you for gold, what you said, just took your word for gold, you know. Uh, 
Well, that's because you had you had you had you 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 have the elite patch. Yeah, I had an elite patch. He identified it. Yeah, that's an elite patch. I said, uh, and then the next thing you know, we were hitting it off. I mean, uh, there was nothing for me to hide. And he was the president of the Aryan Nation. Who was I to question him? And he was telling me to question him. I should be checking him out. And you know. At the time, I didn't think that was right, but at this point in time, after I've been in the club 10 years, I say the same thing, and I believe he's right. You know, they, if you're coming into our group, and this last guy that we just picked up, our newest prospect, that's just what he said at our uh, at our council meeting when we had him on uh, council meeting, uh, up on uh, video chat. He, uh, he did his homework. He checked in on Paul Muller. He checked in on Bradley Jenkins and several other leaders and, uh, and what their club was about and what they do. And that's why he chose us. Well, he chose right, but, you know, uh, you you had a smooth, uh, you had a very smooth uh, ride, you know, getting on, on, on onto the uh chain you know and uh i i didn't i i questioned things and i said hey you know i'm i'm pastor butler blah 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 and they're like yeah whatever prove it and i proved it and and uh you know uh uh what was it pastor gillette vindicated it vindicated it and then and then uh, Dennis and I got in kind of a word conflict, and then um, after that, we've been brothers ever since. But I mean, it wasn't uh, it wasn't an easy transition for me because I guess of who I am or whatever. But I don't consider myself any better than any of my brothers. You know, I mean, we're all equal in my eyes, and we are, you know, basically a, a family. First you know, and foremost. One of the things I talked about on the show, JD, is that uh, uh, we don't rely on numbers, who's number what in this club. We're just a team. We work well together. We all do the job that we we got placed on us or we've chosen to take. Uh, you know, boss asked me, each and any, every one of us if, how we felt about the position we have before we even took it. And, my thing is I'll try anything, you know, put me anywhere you want. I'll do my best I can. And I'll give it my wow. own perspective. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a promotion. You can't. You got no, nah, I'm just kidding, man. I don't, I don't, I don't need a promotion. I don't, I don't need to be any higher. I, I mean, it, it, no, it, it we, you know, it's just, it, it, you know, like I said, you know, I'm doing an article on, um, Man promotes. Deal with who's over who. We got even a prospect that's got a good idea. We take it straight to the council table. We put it on the table like the prospect brought up a good idea. Hey, prospect's old lady brought up a good idea. Hey, my old lady had a good idea. Hey, Joe's old lady had a good idea. I mean, if we give credit to whoever's idea that it was, I mean, I do at least because. Your idea, I can't tell you the details. I'm just going to fuck the details up. You got the idea, you right. know all the details. Let the council talk to you and 
you know, you're going to have your glory day, too. I don't get to steal everybody's glory. <laughs> and I got the glory of bringing the idea to the table if it was brought to me, you know. Uh, tell them that it was you. That it was your idea. Oh, no shit. Thank you. Well, tell me a good idea. <laughs> I feel just as good as you about bringing it to them. <laughs> Well, we both we both have worked on the website meticulously, and 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 over several hours, if not days. Um, yeah, it needs to be updated. Yeah, it needs to be upgraded. It it needs it needs a lot of work right now, and I might be able to get to some of that uh, during uh, my time off. And I'm looking forward to that, but um, I'm looking forward to some peace and quiet out in the middle of nowhere. And, and that's where I'm going to be. And um, that's where I need to be because, you know, there, like I said, there's some crossroads in my life. Um, and, and a lot of it has to do with work. And um, so. What? You need to come and spend some out of the country well, you know, if I get back in time and get everything done and and uh, whatnot, I'll I'll head that way. Is it like five hours? Yeah, it's five hours. In my car, maybe seven hours in my truck. <laughs> no, to our house. Yeah, no, I'm saying my truck is not as fast as my car. Oh, I didn't think it was that far off from us. Yeah, you're only five hour run out there, so it's off the map. Right. Well, you know, I mean, if I can get up there, you know, hey, you know, it'd be badass if I can get up there by uh, next Thursday and we have a fucking uh, broadcast from out in the middle of nowhere in Mills Place. You know what I mean? That, that would be. Huh? Camp out of Bush Camp. Yeah, we go down to the Bush Camp. Okay, but it's not far from here. Yeah, I know. Um, <coughs> well, we can't do a radio. We can't do a radio broadcast from Bush Camp, but you know, <laughs> it's nice say it's not far from here. But I'm out in the middle of no fucking where. I mean, I'm out in the middle of no fucking where you speak it. So I guess not far from here. Out in the middle of fucking nowhere, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, if I can head that way and, and get everything I needed to get done at the ranch, um, then, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to head up that way, and I'll let you guys know. Um, but, you know, I think it'd be nice to have a talk show program broadcasted from the middle of nowhere I in think Missouri. Like it'd, be, it'd be like saying it's well, I, I would like Bush Camp, but I don't have the, I don't, my sleeping bag, I think I left up at camp, at the other camp, and. Baby, you don't need a sleeping bag. We got you covered. Where you're going to sleep, it's so goddamn hot, you can't stand it. You won't even want a sheet. You'll have, boss had a, a, a couple. 
couple chairs in front of me blocking the heat. <laughs> so he could sleep. <laughs> well, I mean, if I do that, maybe I'll bring my pit bulls up. They get along with pretty much all dogs except for small dogs. Yeah, well, Peyton's not friendly with any dogs. Oh. Uh, so, so we keep her in the house and boss and the, and the girls come down. So yeah, I've met, Peyton, I've met Peyton, and she's a damn good-ass pit. Yeah, she's not yeah, good she is, she, well, If a girl is bossy, I, you know how, how bosses dogs are. You know, one's a little pushy, the other one gets a little pushy back, and they do their little fighting thing where they don't hurt each other. They just make noises, and, and, and like they like to rough out. They're but, drama queens. But Peyton, <laughs> it, she, don't, she don't know that life. She was raised with boys. Uh, yeah, well, maybe I'll leave the pits at, maybe I'll just leave the pits at home. Well, no, Peyton always stays at the house when the boss comes down. Yeah. Uh, my dog's kind of, my dog is kind of a pain in the ass anyway, so. Hey, wait till we get down there and you see this place, man. Just feel uh, You won't believe it. We it up. Yeah, well, I mean... Let's see how my week goes and and what I gotta uh, do and what I what what I gotta think of. I'm I'm gonna dedicate at least one day to complete sleep and just relaxation in the cabin. Mel, you know how the cabin's set up. I'm gonna sit in that big chair with the damn blanket and the yeah. fucking uh, yeah. fireplace cranked up. You know the wood stove cranked up, and I'm just gonna kick back and I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna sleep all day. Oh, you can't be that. Well, no, I mean, I, I need it, man. I'm I'm that fucking tired. I mean, I'm just wore out. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can't get any more wore out than what I am right now. And and you know, right now I have fifteen hundred pounds of corn in the back of my truck, and I got to load up a feeder tomorrow morning and um and head out to the cabin so i mean if that tells you anything i'll send you a picture to prove to you that i have 1500 pounds of corn and two 50 pound uh salt licks in the back of my truck and it's just like okay yeah i'm i'm, I'm telling you bro uh uh all them do you saw all them do you saw at that cabin there's a reason they're there Speaking of trucks, my truck motor's done. What? Done with it over at the shop. I got to come pick it up. He ordered the, the kit to put it back together with, and uh, it's sitting there waiting for me. I didn't have a ride today, so I'll go tomorrow or first thing Monday morning. Oh, God dang, man. It looked like you I got a pretty nice block. 
I'll be right over. Can you hold the shop open a little bit late? My legs get, don't get off till like five or six. He said, well, I'd like to get it home now, you know, get it right over here, get it in the house, start working on it. You know me, I'm excited, charged, ready to go, 100 miles an hour. He says, he's all slow. He's got it at his place, you know, so he don't even care. He's all, oh, don't worry about it, Bell. It'll be just fine right here. You can leave it here for a few days if you want. He said it's going to take like 10 days to get the kid in. And uh, he said, uh, he said, you can just leave the motor set here where it's nice and safe, warm and dry. <laughs> and maybe 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 the second maybe the second half of my vacation I'll help you put that motherfucker in. He says, uh, he says it's here. It's here now. And I, he says, I'll order a kid, it'll take like ten days. He told me this uh two days ago. Not yesterday. He called me yesterday. And uh or day before yesterday, two days ago. And uh, today he called me back and said, uh, hey, Mel? He's like, yeah, what's going on? He said, uh, check it out. He says, I didn't think that uh, rebuild kit would be back in here so soon. He says, it's here today now. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's my truck motor. I said, I ain't got no way. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gone right now. I'm the only one at home. Uh, I said, uh, I'll call my and he'd come. I was like, I'll do the bike. I can't go nowhere. I, I mean, I can both distance with the kid, get my saddlebags and drive home, but I can't put the fucking lock on the bike. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't figure a way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably thinking the same thing without saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> problem. I I showed up with two heads and a milk crate on the back of my bike on, to bring them over. Then I went and picked them up. I put both saddlebags on. I realized both heads want a 15 saddlebag. Well, I thought the heads were still good. They were, but when I took them over there in the first place. Oh, oh, yeah. When you first when you first started tearing the chart down. Yeah, I took him over there and he rebuilt the heads for me because I thought I had bad valves. It was smoking like a beast just on the right side. But, you know, if you do one side, you got to do both sides. So they're easy. Right. Well, I mean, even, even with the money, even with the money you have in that truck, I mean, you still have one hell of a truck once it's up and running. Hey, it's 430 over. I ordered flat top pistons. He's saying it's a pistons for 12 bucks a piece. That's 100 bucks. Uh, the, the rebuild kit was uh, 377. It's got everything I need to put back together. All the gaskets, everything. Uh, time and change, 70 bucks for gears. Uh, fuck it. The the, the, uh, the bearings for it are probably the rebuild kit at AutoZone when I can check them. This ain't AutoZone. I'm going through Singers. Uh, AutoZone, 70 bucks for the bucket bearings because I was checking on them for an 88 Chevy and I got an 89. They were 70 bucks for the bearings, 70 bucks for the diamond chain, uh, 50 bucks for the, uh, the low uh, velocity oil pump, 70 bucks for the fucking high velocity uh, oil pump, which that's what I'll put on there. I already got a double roller diamond chain that came with the motor. 
uh, got a chrome cover that came with the motor uh, for the diamond chain. So, I mean, I got a couple good aftermarket parts in the process of having to pick up a motor for it. Uh, and then when I got it bored out, I still got those pistons that are bored 60 over. So, if I ever have to board again from 30 over, I can go from 30 to 60. And, you know, he, I really wish he would call me because when he, before he quit boring it out, before he started, because I would have told him, if you got to go 30, go ahead and punch it out full 60. So I really ended up ordering another whole set of pistons. But they're flat top pistons for 30 over. They're the racing pistons. They're like a stroker. Got rods and everything. Right. And all the bearings. So, I mean, the 377 that I gave for the top-end rebuild kit ain't nothing if I would have went and bought all those parts individually without, you know, Buy the top end gas for uh, what 60 bucks again, and then uh, that covers your uh, valve cover gaskets, which I got lifetimes already. And then uh, uh, that would be my intake and head gaskets, that'd be my uh, distributor gasket, water pump gasket, and uh, all that would be in there, you know what I mean? And that's for 60 bucks. But I imagine the uh, 377, you get the fucking head bolts and everything with it. Wow. That's another 80 bucks the head bolts get. Yeah, he said it's a whole kit to put the whole top end back together. I haven't seen it, but uh, I, I was wondering if I wanted a bigger camp. I said, well, let's, let's just stop right there because we're at just under $800 right <laughs> <laughs> Let me put the motor together first. <laughs> See what right. And then if I don't, I I would never tear it apart. That that stock cam will be just fine with the Ford Thirty Open. Uh, it'll have that little bit of ump. Uh, and then I'll I'll get the. Intake here shortly for the other carburetor. And that'll, my buddy that really does that, that works on those uh, fuel injection systems, man, he told me uh, not to do it. Don't put that big carburetor on that truck. You're just going to use a lot of gas. Now he swears to change that chip. He can get me another chip for like 50 or 60 bucks. Uh, he says it adds 100 horsepower right to it without doing nothing to the car. And then you can yeah, it's called, it's called a PCM chip, PCM board chip, man. Um, basically, it goes on your PCM board. You remove you move a clip, and you put the PCM chip on there, uh, and then you put that your clip back on there, and it adds 100 horse automatically. I went to prison in the pocket. 94 and all that shit was just starting to come out. I hadn't got all those cars that received shit like that. I hadn't even got the work on because they weren't even starting to break down. Uh, now, do you, do you think now do you think my Challenger stock? Why is that? Do you, do you think it's stock? I did for six years, man. When I got out, I didn't know nothing. I couldn't even run a gas pump. Well, you see my Challenger. You you think you think the motor is stock? No, 
No, that challenger ain't stock. It's no, it's I got old. chip. <laughs> <laughs> but he says I could. It would retain the same fuel mileage I had. Just give me an extra hundred horse when I need it. I get better. I get better gas mileage with that fucking chip than before I put the chip in with the hundred horse. You know, well, not hundred. I went from three ninety to four fifteen. You know, I don't give a fuck. That fucking uh, old carburetor with a shower head on it, with electric shower head, it just looks fucking weak compared to a double pump for seven fifty Holly <laughs> on top of a high ride score barrel. <laughs> that looks powerful. <laughs> yeah, man. No sense in wasting gas. You can go, you can go to the boss's house on fifty bucks worth of gas versus a hundred bucks worth of gas. I think I'd stick with the fifty. My Broadville top attention over there at the machine shop. What my buddy Brian said about the fucking chip. He said the same thing you said. He just dumped his gas in it. <laughs> this way you're not. <laughs> I had two guys telling me yeah. they probably better off to go with the chip. One of them so, you had two guys tell you what? I'd be better off. I'd be smarter to use the chip. Oh yeah, you definitely. I'll I'll order. I'll I'll send you. I'll buy the chip and send it to you. But uh, he was saying, yeah. When, <laughs> yeah, I mean, or I'll bring it up <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to put it in though. I've never done that type of stuff. Uh, I can tear a motor down enough. Yeah, it's a, it's a PCM. It's a PCM board chip. You got a you got a 350 Chevy, right? I got an 89, yeah. Yeah, 89 350 Chevy. Yep. Uh, four wheel drive, five on four, yep. right? Yep. My kicker down. Yeah, let's check the four barrel, and it didn't act like the fucking want to go very fast, so. Back in the day, you kicked that four barrel down. That fucker kicked right in, man. You just practically peel the tires to get away. Even motor. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to act like that. <laughs> <laughs> At least I could make him do that. <laughs> Yeah, now plus I, I need you know, we need to uh, we need to pull the um, uh, we need to pull the uh, uh, shifter out of there and, and put a fucking new gasket in it. I'll have that done. Oh, that's not that hard. No, that's just a cheap gasket too. That's just a double buck. Uh, yeah. I think I got a that's not hard. I, uh, I want to put a new throwout bearing in it. The clutch plate looks really good. Uh, but the throw-off bearing was drying it when I, I could hear it. Yeah, my throw-off bearing's been grinding. No, my throw-off bearing on my Dodge has been grinding for five years. 
Yeah, How many times have I... To have that son of a bitch pull that thing? I wouldn't want to be the guy to change that motor. Fuck that. Pull that out. On my truck? Pull on your truck. I thought you meant your car. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, my car's not on that. My damn truck's fucking five-speed. That's a job, though, still, man. Uh, it'd be just as easy to pull the motor and change it than it would be to drop the tranny. On that Dodge? Yeah, that's four-wheel drive, ain't it? No, it's two-wheel drive. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's easier than, yeah, it'd be easy just to drop the tranny. I thought that thing was four-wheel drive. Now, if I did, yeah, that, I, I can make it look like it's four-wheel drive in the fucking ice and snow. All I got to do is put two fat chicks back there. Yeah, it's, it's up high. Yeah, it goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll go through some mud. I just couldn't beat this truck for 800 bucks. I mean... Uh, I didn't know. Well, yeah, I mean, fucking, if the guy sold it to you, fucking knew it, you know what I mean? But, I mean, still, I mean, there, I mean, even if you have 800 in the motor, then you, 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 you have a $1,600 truck that's almost fucking brand new. Yeah, I have a brand new motor here, and, uh, thing of it is, those, uh, 60 over pistons are not cheap. I mean, I, I got a, like the piston kit's almost $200 for a 60 over kit. Yeah. I bought those 30 over ones, flat tops for 20 He quoted me 12 bucks a piston, ordered those in the kit. Uh, so that's not bad, 12 bucks a piston, that's a 100 bucks for a V8. I imagine that 60 overs was twice that much, probably 24 bucks a business. Yeah, well, you've got the flat tops. You're going to have more performance out of that than uh, you you would with the normal piston. Right, right. Because them are big old slugs and pistons that you take out. Fuck, this is a third of the piston I pulled out of there. Right. I already know I the same pistons in another motor that I rebuilt. What did he do? Sleeve that son bitch? No, he just poured it out 30 over. It was like a brand new looking motor in that cylinder, but one of the fucking piston heads at the top of it, where the ring was at, but something had caught the corner and ripped it up. I didn't notice it. And, uh, uh, so there must have been one of the cylinders must have been stuck. I didn't even look at the motor was so nasty, the oil was like tar and but it was a virgin motor, never been bored. Oh, hell. Yeah, <coughs> the machine shop was cheesing on it. I think he was humping it after I left. <laughs> He's obviously been to prison. Yeah, no, he has. He's a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but really, he he uh he was really depressed with the fact that I found a motor 
so fast and had never been bored. And he, he talked it up that, you know, if you could, I, he couldn't believe that I got it for 150 bucks. He said, uh, you'd be smart if you bought five more just like it for the same 150 bucks. Two days after yeah. I got it home, I talked to my buddy Brian. He's got a buddy with four of them with four more paints. He would have sold me all four of them for 150 bucks a piece. They got carburetors, it takes heads off. Uh, I'd say, son of a bitch. And Tom told me that. Well, he's lucky I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it like that. <laughs> you know, I'd be broke, JD, no matter what I do, because I buy dumb shit like that. But it's later on, I, I use it and it, it becomes worth something to me. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, I got a brand new motor in my 89 Chevy truck, and the truck body looks damn near like a good body. It needs a little work. Uh, Fuck, you know what? That just puts character on the truck, what it's got. It looks like it's been through a little bit of a battle. Uh, a couple little bits of things like the guy got. I think the old boy was clanking another old boy's old lady, and he touched the ball bat. He was peeling out, cause this, and there was one bullet hole in the back, too. One of the guys shot at it. Uh, <laughs> you can see where his buddy punched the front corner of the hood. The one guy talking to him had a ball bat, just plugged it right above the tire, and put a little ball bat in it. He got another one in right before the tail light, and right there, his other buddy in the back pulled out a pistol and shot at it, put a hole right in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and old boy ever had the truck before me. He was a go getter, man. He was out breaking everybody's old lady. I can tell by the looks of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Then all match up with my story. Wait till you see it. I'll point them out, and I'll tell you exactly what happened. You'll see me do the guy. <laughs> I know a son of a bitch just like that. That it was his job. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Come right out of your area, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Joplin area. Guy, and I right. know about at an auto auction. I think he
sounded real strong. Oh, the pulley was bouncing a little bit. It could probably use a new harmonic balancer with that 50 bucks. And, uh, oh, yeah, I got me a hot rod truck with a bucket. Short box, four-wheel drive, five-speed. The only way it could be better if it's a two-wheel drive. <laughs> but, hell, I live so far out in the woods, two-wheel drive ain't going to do nothing to me be stuck in the mud, dude. I got to have a four-wheel drive out here. I, I got to look cool. I mean, that's, that's these country boys' hot rods out here, four-wheel drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> But hell, man, we're we're hitting the two two hour and thirty eight minute mark. Okay, better get off here. I got to talk about my truck. I'll run you another two hours. Well, hell yeah, <laughs> I, I still got I still got a pack, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to get shit moving and, and and grooving, and I still I still got to fucking get. God damn, I I ain't even started. And then, plus, I just found out that my fucking uncle died, so I got to write my aunt back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, J.D. Man, that really sucks. Uh, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go out to the cabin. I'm gonna write her tonight uh, back because, I mean, you know, she is uh, actually she's um, one of the last girls. Um, he is the last original girl. Oh. Uh, so um, a lot of people don't know that, but uh, there is one girl left out there. Oh. You didn't know that, did you, Mel? No, you aren't talking every day, JD. That's my aunt. Can't beat that. No, but I got to ride her back, bro. I mean, hell, she just lost her husband on the 27th of this month from uh, uh, cancer, uh, bone can bone marrow cancer, and um, and so uh, got to ride her back, and um, and then then I got to start packing, <laughs> and then I got to get up in uh, you know like probably five or six o'clock in the morning and. To head out to the cabin, but I'm thinking more along along the lines of nine o'clock in the morning, and then I I gotta load up and everything else. So kind of fucked, but you know, hey, we had to have a show. We had a good show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the way, Brooke, I'm not gonna say good morning to you at damn four forty-five in the morning tomorrow. So don't don't expect me. <laughs> Don't even be expecting. Don't don't expect me. I gonna be there. <laughs> She's over there talking to Jesse right now. That, that's cool, man. I mean, I love the hell out of you. I, I love the hell out of your family and been Brooke and, and you, yeah. yourself. I mean, hell, man, we've been brothers for so long. Fucking, you you're my brother. You basically you're my blood brother. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, the other organization can say they're the shit, but they're they're nothing more than there's plagiarism. Uh, Want to be fucking organizations? Uh, I don't know any any other way to put it. I mean, basically, they like to plagiarize our site, 
plagiarize our our mottos, plagiarize our black and silver solution, and plagiarize everything that we do because we're doing everything right and they're doing everything wrong. And so they got to bleed off of us just to get membership and then turn around and turn, you know, in, in their, their feds and turn around and uh, turn their people in just to get their kid off for meth. You know what? If it was me and I was Bradley Jenkins, I would have said, hey, kid, you fucked up. You're going to prison. You know what I mean? But, you know, um, I wouldn't be the one being the way. Got three hots and a cot. I'll send you some money. When yeah, I yeah, you got three hots and a cot. Guess what, boy? You got caught. <laughs> you know what I mean? First things first, let's get you a lawyer and see what we can do to get you, get the least amount of time possible. You know what I'm saying? Right, uh, right. Not not call up Brother James and say, hey, how do I get, how do I snitch off? But James doesn't fucking know. He didn't fucking, James, James. Hey. My brother James, I tell you what, that motherfucker will go to jail before he said a word about me, hey, or you, or anybody in this organization. Would you offer to do a cop's job and he'll take anybody? I mean, look, you go up offering the snitch, you're doing his job. He's making bonus points off of you talking. Uh, get my boy off the hook? Whether he does or not, he's going to say yes. <laughs> you put in you good words this. <laughs> and I, I've I've told you guys many times if I ever get arrested by the feds and you know, they're try to send me try to try to send me down to Gitmo or whatever because we have no rights as terrorists so we're it's because I guess we're classified as that be like uh, well, oh so you're sending me down to take over your prison system I got a feeling the same day they grab you they're gonna grab me. Well, no, I I just tell them, oh, so you want me to take over your prison? You want me to take over your prison system down in Gitmo, or you want me to take over your prison system here in Oklahoma, or you want me to uh, wherever you send me, I'm gonna just take over your prison prison um, due to the mere fact of who I'm related to. But you know, I mean, that that's neither here nor there. I mean, and then and, and, and why don't you go ahead and arrest Brother Mel? Because I need I need a fucking uh, we, you know, we can both fucking fight our way out of everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? All of us guys on the contact paper go the same day. If they can catch us the same day. Yeah, you know, it, here's the thing, man. When the Fed, it, it's illegal to lie to the federal federal agents, including the FBI. But you can always plead the fifth. Self-incrimination. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that now. If, if an FBI agent says, "Hey, did you do you do anything illegal?" Well, no, we don't. But yeah, I mean. If, if they ask you something you don't want to answer, and it's going to incriminate you, I plead the fifth. I would have to plead the fifth. Doesn't mean you're guilty. It means you don't I, want to incriminate yourself or your brothers. I, I would have to say yes because I seen the news the other last week or so, and it said uh, the average man walks out his door and commits a crime every day without even knowing about it. And then they got on the news to show all the law books and the laws that's made to pass law. And one book is fucking four inches thick. And fucking, there's a whole fucking library of them. You don't 
adult will walk out your door any day without committing federal crime. It's just a matter of what they want to grab you for. Oh, really? Well, fuck them. I guess that's speed. So, I guess I'm committing a federal crime. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I see that. I watched KY3 News up there. You might be able to go to their uh, news feed and find it. It was just a couple weeks back. Uh, Yeah, but it says the average citizen almost commits a federal crime every day just walking out his front door. And it's hard to tell which one it is because there's so many of them. You wouldn't even know it if you were doing it. Well, I mean, that that's because the federal government wants the ability to arrest anybody at any time. You know, Dennis McGiffin, I think, said it the best. You know, and he said that uh, us being white power, and, and with our ideology, they're gonna, they're gonna, the, the federal government's gonna claim it as a, uh, as a mental disorder or a mental disease. Yeah, but uh, another thing is, of course, they're gonna, they're gonna watch us because we got players like Dennis McGiffin and R.J. Borman. You know, we've all, myself, I've been locked up for a good amount of time in the state level. Uh, you, your pastor Butler's nephew. I mean, with a lot of us together, we look like the old Aryan nation, and uh, we look like we're buck wild and crazy with the different crimes that we've done. Uh, you know, well, we are us. fucking crazy. Yeah, we got crazy faster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit that. First and foremost, I am fucking crazy. You put you back me into the corner, I'm a yeah, yeah, it's a fight. No if man's and buts about it. <laughs> right. So I mean they they do got part of the story right, but I mean the way they really make us look bad is bad because we're not out there hanging niggers. We're not out there on the corner beating niggers down. We're not even out on the corner screaming white power for the news. <laughs> no, we 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 you we we actually um, promote our uh, ideology and we promote our existence and we we promote our uh, white power through our website and our website has not been knocked down by the FCC. Even though Stormfront got knocked down, and I don't even know, is Stormfront back up? If they are, they found a web a, a web server that would serve them out of the country because um, uh, basically they got knocked off of everything. Facebook is doing everything to knock everybody off. Google has knocked us off. I'm going to try to get us back up on the Google search. In engine, but I'm thinking that it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, due to their fact. Well, Mr. Jukins is using a, uh, instead of a dot com, he's using a dot us. We're using a dot org. That's an organization. That's a, that's a, a church organization. Yeah, but what's dot us? We could do a dot us, I mean, if we need to. Um, what is it? No, what is that U.S.? Not United States. 
How do you get a dot .us? We can have a dot .us. I don't want it. I'm just thinking maybe it's a best thing. I, I don't know. We'd have to look into it, bro. I, you know, but I, we can do whatever we want with that web page because we are legal 100%, and the FCC hasn't taken us down due to the mere fact that, yeah, our web page is pretty hardcore, but it's not hardcore to the point to where we're not, uh, you know, doing anything illegal enough for them to bring it down. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was in there tonight when I was in there today. Uh, uh, we got something that needs renewed. There's some date on it. I'm not sure what it is. I'll have to get back. When, when I get back, I'll have to get with that, Bill. I don't know. I mean, I would, you know, that uh, when I was uh, in there um, and they sent me the code, uh, I basically uh updated my credit card so that my credit card would pay for anything that needed to be reviewed maybe i entered that credit card wrong maybe the date the expiration date's wrong i don't know uh i'll have to research it and see what 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 is going on but, yeah you know uh, we have to fuck with nothing in that website jd all i do is i go in there and i check the mail and then i click over to see how many hits we got and then i'm out of there like well, said, the, hit, the, hit, the hits have gone down, and, and the hits have gone down because um, I've, I've worked too much, and um, I haven't put out enough out there, you know, as far as our... our, our oh, we still pull 4,000 hits for, for January. That's an all-time high for January. Well, I mean, it's probably because of the, the last... Uh, article I wrote was pretty fucking good. You know, I, I think, I don't know. I didn't get a kudos from anybody, but you know, um, you know, it, I was waiting on, I, I did a prelim for the boss. Does that make sense? Before we took the website over, uh, there was getting around five, Fred was running about 500 hits a month. No sooner than we took it over within one week, we was at what one thousand hits, and then uh, by that end of that month, we were getting twenty five hundred hits. I mean, we were ecstatic when we were getting five thousand hits a month. Uh, when we jumped up to eight, ten thousand, some months now we're getting twenty thousand hits in the summer months. Uh, uh, but winter months, as you know, when people spend time with their family, uh, October through January is all holiday month. There's a holiday. In Sometimes two in every month. Uh, right. Yeah, and, and it's cold, and everybody stays in, and, and, and that's time to spend with your family. All white power people spend, you know, white people. That's their. That's our holiday. That's where we spend the time with our families. We don't have a lot of time to get on that. So uh, I, I understand it being well. We're white club too. You know, right? Bikes in winter must have been down really cold. You know, they can't account for all those hits, especially with us being so new. Yeah, and, uh, but really, uh, almost 4,000 hits in January is really good. Well, um, the boss, um, we, we need, you know, the boss is going to write an article, and I'm going to write an article very soon. 
And, you know, I, I did hit the highlights on that article, um, but the article is going to be uh, backed up with factual information. As far yeah. as what I'm going to write, the boss is, uh, boss's article will be backed up with extreme, very, very extreme uh, vindication. So, um, and, and it's going to be putting a lot of people down. I'm going to be putting people down that do not deserve the titles that they have today because they have not lived up to them. The oh, boss is going to oh, be writing an article on people that are basically drop the ball. Are drop nothing the ball. but plagiar, plagiar, plagiarism. Yeah, I mean, they just plagiarize everything. Black and Silver Solution, that's the boss. 10-point program to total area and victory, that's the, bo the boss. I mean, everything that is on our website is and has everything to do with the boss. Yeah, he wrote it. He brought it to the council. The council looked at it. We, we agreed on it. As a matter of fact, council even has added in quite a bit to our constitution. And we agree to go have our laws be the 88 precepts, which is easy for anybody to understand. And, uh, I mean, it's just been the law of the land for so long. Why not keep it that way? There's just a few things that needed updating and within the Constitution and stuff. And you can't keep writing that piece of shit over and over and over. It was great when Butler was doing it in the 60s, 70s, and the 80s. But you can't keep rolling that shit over under the 2000s after he's been long gone. Uh, we got a base to go from, and we got an update from there. And that's just what we did. He gave us a beautiful foundation. What we need to do is build on it. Uh, we're going to build on that foundation. Um, it's just going to take time. Um, we, we've been doing it for 10 years, and we've been doing a beautiful job for 10 years, and we've done an excellent job for 10 years. We've done it better than anybody out there because if we have not done anything right, then there would be nobody that would plagiarize our sites, still our mottos, and still our holy symbols, and, and still our, black and, our beloved black and silver solution. Uh, emblem. I mean, the, I mean, obviously we're doing it right, and everybody else is doing it wrong, and they have to rely on us to bring in membership for them. And uh, well, everybody, look for the for you fuckheads that are listening tonight. Look at the 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 left hand corner of the fucking website. Look at the top left-hand corner on the homepage on, on the Four Horsemen. It's got a black copyright symbol on it. It's been there since 2017. I copyrighted the whole goddamn website. Since 2017. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> Mel's like, uh. <laughs> it's a matter of time. 
third time, our membership will grow and we'll have the, you know, these guys may have the numbers, but we got the most honorable men out there. Uh, and we remain to be, even with our small numbers, the most feared group in the world. Uh, one thing these, all these guys tell their flock is, don't fuck with the sadistic, uh, sadistic soul or the black and silver Aryan nation. If they tell them, don't talk to us, don't look at our stuff, don't even, you know, that's like throwing a seed in there, devil, throwing a seed in there, telling you not to do it, means you're going to go look right at it. So it's just a matter of time before some of these people uh, read enough of our stuff to build up the guts and say, hey, those guys might look like crazy bikers, but they don't look like that bad of a crew. They've been around for quite some time, and none of them have gone to jail. I think I want to talk to these people and maybe be part of that. That's just a uh, Mel, uh, you, I mean, what we write on the website is very carefully in, in, in is very ca calculated as far as the wording and the way the wording is put because it can be yeah. misplaced by the federal government and everybody else. Um, right. It, Everything on that website has been thoughtfully in, in, I mean, hours upon hours of reconciliation and everything else. Uh, not, not to toot our own horn, but we've done a good job on that website. I, we've got a lot of compliments. We've had other groups trying to buy our time to help them build a website. Nice stars, just one page. I mean, uh, right yeah. from the beginning, uh, we, we was feeling that, that we was really going in the right direction with the space that we were building. Just even the groups that were hating us was wanting our help on building their website. So uh, that, that tells me we do got a, a nice, I mean, a great website. I, I just don't mean to toot our own horn. We do got one of the best websites out there for white collar groups. Oh, it, it, it will continue to get better. The most beautiful thing about it, if you send us a message, we will answer you right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I called each and every one of these other groups after 10 years after I got out first. Sent them emails as soon as I bought a computer. I couldn't get an answer out of nobody. I was flustered when I sent uh, emails to Black over Aryan Nation. I didn't get an answer back within a day. I've spent so many out in the last 10 years. Oh, I'm, this guy's got a phone number. I'm going to call him up and just see if he answers the damn phone like the rest of them do. And, oh, well, bitch, Dennis answers his phone. Let me tell you what. He answered it right away within three rings. Oh, I was like, oh, oh, I was lost for words. I was freaking out. I didn't know what the fuck to say. Somebody actually answered the goddamn phone. I was so excited about him answering the phone, I was lost for words. Now, I want to get in the Aryan Nation. I just sent you an email. How long ago you said it? It's about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm about that impatient. I just didn't knew there was nobody going to answer that phone. I've been, I've talked to so many answering machines. Yeah, absolutely.
still returning emails from every white power group out there that I tried to contact from the day I got a computer, and uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Now, and here I was indeed, I was deep, uh know how to get a hold of a plan suit. I knew the Aryan Nation could help me. All I had to do was get a hold of somebody. And, uh, damn, I needed the real thing, too. And, uh, and I'll be damn it all if I didn't get a hold of somebody. Yeah, that's it. Been that way ever since, man. I, I, I found the best group of guys out there. We'll take any call. We'll answer any email. We all work hard at it. We'll do background checks. I mean, just today while I was checking our emails, lady was telling me about some guy down in Collins, Tennessee that uh that was selling drugs sounds like he might have OD'd her got her in an accident, got her killed somehow her and her mother. And uh he's heard the theory nation about the killing for this because he's given dope to this uh her daughter and her and her granddaughter and to these girls and uh they were hunting even that she thought we should know where he's at just in case it was true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's in prison he's right now. Good. She can give me the outdate. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to say we're not that Aryan nation. I don't know this guy, but there's a lot of these prison groups that can pop out. As we catch up with them, we, we straighten them out. They either, you know, the few guys that are good, they come to the border, they got to change their name. That's all there is to them. Uh, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, and, and you're either black and silver Aryan nation, or you're just an imposter. Yep, pretty much. Uh, that we better go, eh? It's 9.54. You must have got something to add to that. No, hell no. I need to just add that I need to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bro. I'm going to say hell victory and get the hell off here. All right. Well, um, thanks, everybody, for uh, listening from uh, within the United States and around the world. Um, appreciate you, brothers and sisters, and uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, until next time, uh, white power, white pride worldwide, and hell victory, SSJD out. Hell victory. Hell victory. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.